<laughs> classic comedy. Welcome to episode seven of the Ape Audio Podcast, where we have free range grain fed artists from Ontario come in and true. talk about what they're into. Uh, we're sitting down today with Danger Liker. I hello. hello. Oh, geez, you guys are really into it. I'm Christian. So into it. That's Patrick. Hey, we got Devin over there on the boards. Hi guys. Hi Devin. Sorry about that error. That's okay. <laughs> Nobody, Hi, Nobody knows. Me. Blame me personally. Get to work, Devin. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> and then, do you guys want to introduce yourself? I hate introducing myself. <clears throat> okay. okay. That's Chris. That's a strange name. Yeah. <laughs> My essence has no. That's level. a long one. Okay. I am. Ian. You look familiar. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so this is a special episode. Uh, as most of you guys, I'm sure, are aware, Ian is part of our podcast. But for today, he is sitting down as the engineer, the producer, sure. the lead guitarist the of <laughs> Danger Liker. That's me. Yeah. So you guys Maybe. actually want to introduce yourself? I actually might be. Me. All right. Uh, my name's Adam. I'm in Danger Liker 2. Uh, I do the vocals, and I make some songs on Guitar Pro that... We play sometimes. Cool. There's yeah. a danger like or two. Uh, high energy. Oh, high energy, as you can see. Okay. I have to do his introduction. This is Evan Reinhardt. He plays yeah. the drams. He just bought a new symbol today. Three hundred dollar symbol. More. That's super wow. cool. Give us. I don't know specific. what it does. It's not yeah. cool. To oh. spend that much you don't know what it stuff. does. No. Mysterious features on the. <laughs> you, just, you hit it with stuff. It and has it makes pockets. A big sound and it's <laughs> It makes people plug their ears. There's these buttons on the That's side. True. I don't know what those are about. <laughs> Where do you plug it in? Um, what kind of music don't you do you guys bend make? Over and I'll show you. Uh, it's a. It's yeah. We make. We make <laughs> just make okay. Yeah, music. it's 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 alright. It's one of my favorite genres. It's uh well, it's post ironic pizza core. That's okay. the uh, yeah. That's the official. Uh, Who thought of that? Definition. Um, uh, Rick. Yeah. Rick. Well, sort yeah, of. Say, kind of I, Rick. I think we. We thought Rick would think of that. True. Who the fuck is Rick? He called a lot of our stuff post-ironic. Yeah, he Rick did. is a Rick is a uh, Polish physicist. He's a brilliant man. Polish he also he also he also named uh, one of the songs on our new album, which will be called "Psychedelic Mosquito Moses." Uh, actually, <laughs> uh, Adrian named that actually. Did he? Oh, oh really? What? Interesting. Yeah, you gotta oh, check oh. yourself Someone before else you wreck yourself oh. on stream. Well, no. Let's Boss. get let's get the facts out there. Let's get Mr. Adrian Webster. Adrian, okay. Adrian well, Webster. Well, okay. okay. Shout out to uh, Adrian Webster. You know Webster. what? I'm going to go ahead and blame Ian for telling me that it was All right. Yeah, I'll take Boom. the whole blame. Yep. Yeah, he's done a lot yeah. of bad things. Always all the blame around. <laughs> no, Shitty microphones. I broke the ragu jar yeah. last week. Shit. Oh, Jesus man. Christ. I'm just all over the place, guys. Bought Come a on. shitty computer. <laughs> all right, so the way we kick this shit off, I don't know if you guys have tuned into any of the episodes, um, but we do kind of like a, a musical onboarding, a musical history of yourselves, like a little crash course. So, like, you tell us your first kind of musical memory. You tell us a turning point for you where you heard something and it, it clicked with you and then it kind of inspired you to go down like a different path musically and then you kind of tell us where you're at right now. Um, Ian doesn't really have to participate because we did one of these when we first started the show a couple of weeks ago. Unless... It's it, probably I'll changed. do it again. Why not, okay, guys? Yeah. Why not? Okay, yeah, we, we could do yeah, it again. Yeah, let's see if he was lying the first time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> probably yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll cross-reference. We'll study up. Yeah, <laughs> study up. Let's get the facts straight. Do so, your so, okay, well, do you want to start? Do you want to start, Ian? 
Well, I want to start? Yeah, do you want to start? Yeah, sure. Do you want to do uh, kind of like I'll start and then we'll all each have Yeah, do like point? you'll each do your first, each do your second, all right. each do where you're at now. All right, cool. Cool, cool. So um, when we go back to the earliest, I kind of remember I said something else, but then I remembered my earliest memory was Liar. listening to <laughs> yeah, a, uh, a Shakira CD in my parents' car on the way to like going on a camping trip or something like that. And it was the only thing in the car. And I remember like, that was the, the first thing that I was kind of like, well, I got nothing else to listen to with this Walkman that I got randomly. So I started listening to it. And I remember there's, that was the earliest memory of me, like listening to like music and being like, Oh, music has like melody and all these different kinds of things that I like, I want to seek out. It, oddly enough, it was that Shakira, Shakira. <laughs> well, How many times did you re-listen lie. to that record over this camping trip? I don't know. That was I, the I, only I thing you like, had. I feel like it was, it was kind of, you know, that thing when you like kind of soak in an album, when you like listen to the whole thing once, then you kind of like nitpick at certain songs you repeat yeah. and then you start going to other songs it's kind of like I did that kind of transition thing so okay. I kind of listened to it and so you really kind of broke like, down the Shakira wow, experience wherever whenever That's song so is great. really uh, speaking to me right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah cool cool so yeah, that was whatever That's where uh, you got your dance moves from huh it shows well, definitely it definitely yeah. shows some truthful hits alright you want to pass it down to Adam <laughs> uh, sure so my earliest musical memory is um, listening to Rush uh, that our dad showed us uh, on at a house friggin' like a street away from here. Cool. Um, yeah, we were in the, the basement, and he put on Tom Sawyer. And, um, yeah, I just remember, like, you know, like, doing the thing where you, like, uh, close your eyes and put your put your hands in there and you see a bunch of trippy closed eye visuals without drugs yeah, yeah that's just <laughs> the best so I, remember, so I remember doing that and like seeing these like these like hills with like waves of like of color going through them and you know just uh uh yeah that song always feels like green waves of uh color hills for me now that's uh, and it always cool. uh, not now i shouldn't I, I shouldn't say it like it just happened i was like fucking I don't know, like right, but you, do you still do you still too? feel that way when you listen to that tune? Yes, like, it's, a, it's a it's a it's a good song. It cool. feels like a color green green uh, with hills of uh, colors. <laughs> <laughs> Put that in your pipe and smoke it. I'll say it. I don't give a damn. Don't give a dang. So like because of that experience, are you ever jealous of people who experience like synesthesia, yeah. like where they can like that's see so sound? Yeah. Do you think that's actually that's a real so thing? I definitely think it's a real thing. Why do you think that's a real? I think thing? to an extent. I feel like there's too yeah. many documented cases of it for it to not. But I think be it's more thing. subtle things. It's like you know when you. Yeah, I don't think it's you... like anybody's like banging out a tune and yeah. like their their visual spectrum is just so like over cluttered with like yeah. just not like shit that's not there. Video. Yeah. Actually, that's what the guy from Blood Orange says. It's too much? It's too much. Like, wow. It's, like, overpowering? Yeah. Cool. How do chords work, though? You know? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, with synesthesia. Like, synesthesia. Oh, um, so I think... (laughs) Because chords are, like, multiple notes at once, right? Yeah, people associate it with, like, a color. I think I was uh, watching, like, a Rick Beato video about it, and he was saying that uh, depending on how stacked the chord is with, like, this many intervals will determine how, like... It's like blending colors, like it just turns uh, brown yeah. eventually. But it's not to say that you know there's beauty in the, the in, shit in, in the brown. Fair enough. Beauty that's in cool. the brown. Beauty in the brown. Title of our next album. Yeah. <laughs> beauty in the brown. You heard um, it here first. And then what, oh, about, what about you, Evan? Like, what was the first <laughs> shit you were getting into? Was it like the same as Adam? Or uh, 
It's it's weird because it is the same. Like it would probably be Rush for me was like the first like big band, but it was much later. Mm-hmm. Like when Adam's talking about, I was probably like two or three. Yeah. So I don't really remember that. Yeah. But definitely like two or three. Yeah. 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 Tripping balls with that. So yeah, I don't really remember anything. <laughs> two obviously of that shit. So. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it was like when my dad lived in Toronto, uh, he would drive us home on Sunday nights. And we would pretty much listen to YYZ by Rush on repeat, like, the entire fucking way home, like, nonstop. That's a good dad. Like, every time. And it, we were like, oh, let's see how many we can listen to this time and shit. And it's like, oh, it's like this many YYZs away from, like, whatever. It was, like, it was fucked. But, like, I remember, like, having never sat behind a drum kit before. Um, but just like trying to figure out what was going on, it just made me want to play so bad. Sure, I um, feel like that. That's and it the just gave me like the crazy to get you into wanting to be a drummer. To, yeah, it was like insane. And then like, I was basically relentless on my parents until there was drums in my house. Cool. So yeah. You so was, like, were, that was like the thing. Were both your parents drums, like yeah. encouraging musically, or was it just like yeah. one or the other? Both of them. Were? Yeah, both. Cool. And like we both took guitar lessons for right. a year. Right. You took I, guitar lessons. I did. Do you know how to play any guitar? Uh, I, can, I can play a bit. You can play that. You can play um, the oh, Uncollected by Monuments. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that you guys both just... started out taking guitar lessons together, and then you you got like a four pad like practice set. Was it like an electric set? Yeah, yeah. And it could play like dog and duck noises and oh, shit. Oh, sure yeah. could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. And did you like try any other instruments, or did you just go to like, just drums, straight drums. from guitar? Yeah. What about you? What did you go to? Uh, guitar, pretty much the whole time, and, um, yeah, eventually kind of got into bass, uh, when other people were like, well, Josh is probably the reason I got into, uh, bass, is because he started playing guitar around the same time as me, and was way better than me, way faster than me, and, uh, I was like, you know, maybe, uh, maybe we need a bass player, maybe that'll be, maybe I'll be the only person I know who does that, and there, therefore will be, you know, anyway. So, so yeah, that was a that was a good time, and then uh, started branching out from there. And no one ever wanted to sing, so that's how that came about. Right. And right. Uh, I'm not not sure I want to sing even ever. But it's <laughs> it's just, funny just how many vocalists I've heard say that though. Like yeah. they just kind of took on the role because nobody else would or nobody else had like a decent voice, and you're just like, okay, I guess I'm just being shoehorned into this now. <laughs> is that how you feel? Yeah, singing sucks. No. <laughs> but it's, we no, love I it. Just can't, I like it too. It's fun. But it's... <laughs> I just... I, I, you know, I don't know. As, uh, as Devin stuff. Townsend once said, it's, you know, it'd be it'd be nice to maybe make the vocals and have someone else do it and play bass instead. Right. But, <laughs> okay, well, well I, I heard that your music instructor encouraged you to play like other instruments, like the cello, and like really pushed you to start training your vocals. What? Cello. <laughs> Nardwarn us over here. <laughs> Watch your profanity. Is, uh, is that real? Is that real? Were you shredding the cello? Friggin' Dan Forsey. Uh, yeah, Dan Forsey got us into some mad cool stuff. It was a stand-up bass. Uh, he he showed us he showed me a bit of cello, but like not enough to like play very much. But right. some stand-up bass though, which is a bigger than a cello. Interesting. The same shape. Um, but yeah, he got us into tons of cool stuff. He was like. Um, he taught us how to be a band. We went in for band lessons with that guy. He was the best. What and, did he um, teach you there? Well, um, how to you know keep your shit together with everyone else and not like play over each other. And a really important thing is how to not play while people are talking in between songs because that would just devolve. It would just be everyone just playing 
like a little riff or something at the same time he'd be like all right <laughs> you know in a very nice way though he was very gentle about it not even to the point that i just did where i was like all right you know it wasn't like that he was he'd be like he'd be like and yeah and, and so then so valuable lessons across the board from dan the man oh, yeah. thanks, he like he, he kind of encouraged show. you guys to start like your first band and you guys went and performed for sun life idol Oh, Yo, Sun Idol. What? And you I forgot about won? that? Yeah, what? We won? We won? No. What? Really? I was told I that you won. Did. Yeah, no, we did. Actually? Yeah. Did you hit up our mom <laughs> or something? <laughs> Maybe. What? You're a danger liker. We have to know. I don't even... <laughs> Ba-boom. I don't even no. remember winning that. I think, I think we did, and, like, you know, we, we uh, know Steph Blackwell now, later in life, who... Was uh, second place, and uh, I always would say oh, like you should have fucking shit. beaten us. Like, you could play your song, <laughs> like we kind of could, but like you know, yeah. maybe it was all in the energy. Maybe that. you guys had the energy. I'm pretty sure it's on no. video somewhere, Cute unless energy. I destroyed yeah, no, it. DVD yeah. <laughs> <laughs> still downstairs. We have it. Oh That's no, hilarious. you should have said that. At least you're small and cute looking. I look like a dumb, angsty, like thirteen year old. <laughs> like you look, you look small enough and cute enough to get away with it. Like, and you also were really good. You didn't wear like friggin'. I'm back to wearing bandanas on my body. Again. But uh, no eyeliner this you're time. Regressing. I'm, I'm, oh my god. I'm not wearing a loose tie over my T-shirt inspired by Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne. Oh, oh my no. god. I don't wear my hair like this anymore. You are now. So, oh, Adam. Adam Revenge. Oh, Adam yeah. Revenge. Anybody? Oh, oh, no. Adam Revenge. Don't <laughs> marry me. Oh, Make oh, Adam shit. Revenge again. <laughs> Make Adam Revenge again. Oh, I would rather. Make Adam Revenge again. You know what? I maybe I'll can, I'll take it under consideration. Nice. Get my MySpace back up and running. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, do you guys want to do um like the middle point, like maybe like late elementary, early high school? Like, what bands were you guys getting into? Where you went? Like, okay, maybe there's a little something more to explore. Um. As opposed to, like, if, if you were just kind of cutting out, like, one genre, do you guys start to branch out or anything like that? Yeah, um... Yeah, I did. So, <laughs> with, with that kind of part of the transition, it was pretty quick in terms of there was a couple changes, mm -hmm. and then it kind of just, like, carried out, which was, like, right before I got into high school, I got really into, like, pop punk, mm -hmm. but, like, the more commercial pop punk, like, Blink-182 and, like, Sum 41 and all that kind of stuff, and then maybe, like... A year and a half after I started getting into like the kind of like 90s alt like Nirvana but more like Tool and like Rage Against the Machine was kind this of due, like thing. due to a cousin a cousin Pablo it was oh you remember yeah and, uh, he, yeah I remember cousin yeah. Pablo yeah he uh yeah I remember I remember just being one of those you know angsty teens just in the car on the way home to where he lived in Toronto and just listening to Blake Radio 2 in my MP3 player, I think it was one of those really shitty, like, 128 megabyte, like, Sony Bean ones, I remember. <laughs> Sony Bean? Yeah. No. I remember those. Yeah. I remember those. I think it was one of those, and I was, remember listening to, like, First Date or whatever, just, like, one of the one of the classics, and, uh... <laughs> Is that, like, a Mr. Was... Bean-sponsored mp3 player Definitely. it was just like this weird very smooth very <laughs> yeah this very smooth very shiny looking black bean it was very plug looking anyways um so i just remembered him playing tool in the cd player on the way there and uh i was just like 
oh, what is this? And it was the beginning of, like, Eulogy with a little, like, guitar-like, uh, you know, at the end of the bridge, that little picking, mm-hmm. that little, like, light picking thing, and he's like, oh, this is, like, real music or whatever. Yeah. And at that point, <laughs> I just, I don't know, I that just kind it. of, like, my, my curiosity kind of peaked there a little bit, and then I kind of started, like, oh, cool, like, I'm just gonna download a little bit more, and then I'll start listening to them on YouTube, oh, cool, here's some live videos, oh, they have a cool, like, aesthetic thing, and then I started getting more towards that, that became more appealing and then that was like kind of like grade nine to ten, and then from grade ten and on, it was pretty much like, yeah. Cool. When did you stop listening to Shakira? <laughs> <laughs> pretty much as soon as I stepped out of that van. <laughs> it was just like a one camping you know, trip is all it yeah. took. You just walk out like in a cold sweat. You're like, that was all oh, you needed. <laughs> Your hips are still trying to gyrate. Yeah. You're like <laughs> singing words like you have. Peanut butter on the roof of your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you, Adam? Um, well, uh, yeah, started with uh, pop punk for a while. The, the old pop punk. Um, used to be into some friggin' techno for a bit, like a like a jazz. Really? Ass. Like like <laughs> oh, yeah. like like Tiesto kind of like a weak sauce. Like, or like um Cascade. It was like Cascade. Wow, you, co- you must oh, have covered this up well because I never knew this about you. This is like this is hilarious. Grade four or five maybe. Okay. You're listening to techno in grade four. Yeah, yeah, like um. Head of the curve. I don't know. I got like a one. Yeah, of, I got a little clock radio, and I would like frig with it, and I found this like kind of like you know one of those stations, and yeah. I'd be like, "Yo, this is pretty sick," because like <laughs> it reminded me of the music in the anime that I was watching. At the okay, time. I was okay. in Inuyasha. So you're and probably so, listening to like the Z103.5 like mix, mix at was. midnight or something. Exactly. <laughs> so um, I you know I'd remember little song titles and tell Josh to download them for me on Kazaa and burn little CDs nice. for my parents' Why car. Why couldn't you do it and yourself? Then, uh, I didn't have Kazaa. Oh. I don't know if we had a computer yet. Like a computer that could go on the internet? I don't think we yeah, did until like, I, I was in grade six. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are like using like a punch crazy. card computer? <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> One of those Playing Minesweeper. <laughs> <laughs> yep, shit like this, basically. <laughs> Yo, can you get these guys behind us? <laughs> yeah. The, the, they are, oh, they are. You can't, you can't see them. Can you it's full screen them? It's not a screen. That's yeah, you should full screen. Yeah, you can full screen it, Devin. That's incredible. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, got into that shit for a so little So you were while. a rave um, goth? Uh, yeah, rave goth, but also... <laughs> rave goth. Um, people, like, yeah, these guys. Me, uh, people show, yeah, basically, but when you're in grade five, this manifests as having too many bracelets and a bunch of, like, rings and shit. Basically things that look cool at the flea market when there's lots of them, and then you, when you get one of them and take it away and just wear it, you look like an idiot. <laughs> like, yeah, so <laughs> tons of that kind of shit, yeah. loaded with accessories. And, uh, well, this is actually when I Captain got Jack Sparrow. Actual <laughs> do, you have, music. do you have pictures but, of this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so this, up. this actually, well, this is after the rave goth shit, or the rave music shit, and then, you know, uh, saw School of Rock, yeah. and, uh, was all like, this is the shit now. Chill-o. And, um, yeah, our, uh, we went to, uh, Cal- uh, Calgary with, uh, where our uncle lived, and, um, yeah, he taught us how to play, uh, Smoke on the Water and shit, or cool. our cousin, actually. Bam. Shout out to Cousin Rachel. Everybody's first tune. Fucking right. <laughs> but it was like flat on the lap with like fingers and like thumb. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I, I, that's literally how I learned yeah. Smoke on the Water. Like that's my amazing. neighbor my neighbor like taught it to me yes. and I had to play it like that because I didn't have the finger dexterity. Exactly. And, like my, my, anything other than my thumb would just get like raw, like trying to play this on like an acoustic guitar too. Like I wasn't even playing it on, a, on an electric 
Oh, yeah. That's embarrassing. So I'm, I'm glad to know there's others in the world who, Absolutely. who played that song the exact same way I did. <laughs> yeah, that's the way to do it. Jeff Healy style at first. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so through that, got into out of the pop punk into, like, real punk, so, so to speak, a lot of Dead Candies and Ramones and Clash and shit like that. Cool. Yep, there's me. Oh, yeah. my God. That's wild. Look at that. Damn, brother. Did you have eyes back then? No, I did not. Yeah. I. Uh, <laughs> That's a recent addition. I'd leave them at home when I went to school. Teachers would be pissed because I couldn't take tests and read the board and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, hey, Adam, can you read page whatever? I'd be like, no. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah. There's uh, that's some cool shit right Good there, times. obviously. Cool. He's an edgy boy. So, and that, that's like, blah, blah, blah. you on, started on, to branch on. out from the, the punk Yep, into eventually uh, some uh, some emo and stuff. The pu- the punk and the pop punk bass primed me perfectly for when emo happened. Right, and like you get into like my can and, uh, and stuff like a, that. Yeah, oh man, biggest one of the biggest influences. I'd be probably yeah. That's why on. it was revenge because yeah, yeah, three cheers, revenge. For sweet, three revenge. cheers for sweet yeah. revenge. There you go. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that was the shit. Cool. <laughs> what about you, Evan? Um, Did Adam steal any of your answers? No, yet? actually. Um, <laughs> Yeah, like I was, I was into the same stuff. Like I was into Sum Forty One, heavily, um, and then they played at the Odd in two thousand four. Was it two thousand four? Something like that. Two thousand five. I don't know. Either way. Uh, so yeah, I was super stoked for that. It was. It was the Go Chuck Yourself like, tour. Yeah, exactly. Oh, shit. Um, so that was that was really dope. But no, I was. Uh, something that I wasn't expecting was uh, like Protest the Hero opened. Mm-hmm. Which was weird. Uh, like it was probably right when Kazaya came out. I'm mm-hmm. assuming. Yeah. But for some reason, yeah, like I'd never heard of them before. They opened for some 41. Blew my mind. I was like, what is that? Like, what? It was just insane. So then, like, I remember, like after the show, just being so stoked to listen to more of Protest. Mm-hmm. So I'd never heard anything like that before, and that's what kind of got me into more like technical stuff. And then I would bring, I would probably piss off my drum teacher. Uh, by bringing him all these songs, he's like, "Fucking kid, like, <laughs> dude, I can't even play these." Yeah, like, <laughs> no, no, he and he could, but he was like, "Ah, oh, this is lame. Like, there's so much cooler stuff oh, out there." Like, bummer. No, like, no, it was good because he he pushed me to like play. Okay, like ground like, yourself. Yeah, first yeah, yeah. and Then build up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like okay. I, it this was. This guy was playing the Mars really Volta. Good, but, and he was like, "Fucking." Yeah, exactly. And like my or, drum teacher was no, telling me about the Mars Volta, yeah, like, and stuff like that, like ridiculous stuff. Yeah, yeah. I heard that. During your first drum lesson, your drum teacher had asked you how long you had been learning, and when you said, like, 30 minutes, his fucking jaw hit the floor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah, I remember so that. that was did on, you just that have, like, impeccable, like, rhythm? Like, like, right I guess, off the, yeah. Right off the like bat. How long you'd ever played, like, a real drum set or something? Like I don't that. even know. Yeah, like, something like that, but... Basically, how long have you been playing? I think he was or under what, the impression you know, he that he had been, like, taking lessons, lessons somewhere Yeah, he else. asked where I took okay. lessons. Um... But yeah, that was. Cool. I didn't really know what to say. I was like, "What do you?" Yeah, for about? sure, for sure. Xavier School for Gifted Children. <laughs> 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 no, you're boosting. That's hilarious. <laughs> Don't boost me. You're next man. Okay, do you guys want to move to like where you're at now? Then. Where are you at? Where's your head at, fellas? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of weird to wait to kind of. Okay, go. <laughs> those, yeah, me with those, my no, own. no, that's that's an Ian thing. Swindled again. Ian's really good at that. It's okay. But uh, wait, I don't know. It's kind of hard wait, to. Wait, wait, wait. No, just... <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
I'm on it. Okay, not really. I'm not on the ball. I'm really sorry. Um, it's okay. <laughs> Your story's gonna suck now. Well, <laughs> started it twice. Well, it's gonna, it's gonna, suck. it's gonna, it's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna suck because like, I guess what I'm trying to say is like it's kind of hard wait. to say. What are you trying it's to kinda say? It's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to say where you're at now because I feel like as you get older, your, like, musical tastes become more broad. Like, you start to like things a little bit more evenly, whereas when you're younger, you're kind of like, I like this genre and this genre only. And then when it kind of, like, when you get older, like, that middle point, it's like, I like these two genres and these two genres only. And then when you get older, it kind of, like... You know, as even like every year goes on, it just like broadens even more. For and more me, it's and more easier more to more. say what genres I don't like than what I do like. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Chew that. Yeah. Are you gonna start liking country soon? Who knows? I, you I keep wondering. I think it's I more of like a production. I think it's more it's of like a production bad. thing too. Like that I'm it's, that it's I'm horrible. into is like <laughs> you finding <laughs> out certain <laughs> qualities in the song that are like production kind of decisions <laughs> rather than like songwriting slash like this band skill is x sure, amount sure. kind of thing and i'm like oh okay that's cool how they did that and then that m- makes me take something from that genre i'm like okay cool now i now i like a little bit of that because of this reason but not Definitely. it fully so i guess where i'm at now is like in terms of uh you know i, I think i've gotten more into like hip-hop and more kind of uh, especially a lot more like pop music uh a little bit less of like i, I feel like when i started to like kind of get into pop music I was more like, I gotta go to the top 40, because that's all I can rely on, and then I was like, I gotta find out a way to like this, yeah, and then I kind of, like, tried to <laughs> for a, a bit, <laughs> I know, I tried to for a bit, and then I was like, what okay, then nice. I gotta go for more of, like, the, you know, R&B kind of stuff, and then I feel like when I got to that point, that's kind of where, the, 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 the newer thing that I'm slowly starting to listen to more is, like, R&B and, like, you know, really jazzy chords with, like, vocal melodies mm-hmm. that are, like, really like interesting and then the way they fall on the chords and you know like how who? the drums keep a steady foundation but it's like it's like heavy in the sense of like it's emotional mm-hmm. but it's soft in terms of like how everything's like sang and like played yeah and I've, I've kind and of been getting the into the same thing, thing like, like recently as well yeah and, and it's it's strange for me because r&b was something that was just like pretty far away on my radar like even R&B. a year ago yeah because you listen to it and you're like you know, I you just always heard like more... the R&B that's playing on the radio, and I'm like, it's kind of crap. But then, uh, <laughs> shout out to Joe Budden's podcast. Like yeah, they always Joe play R&B. Yeah. They always play R&B at the end, and I'm like, wow, some Joe of these songs Budden. are like really technically guys. dope and like well put together. Yeah, well, I started listening to this guy like Daniel Caesar from Toronto. Oh, yeah, Daniel he's so Daniel. good. Yeah. Like oh, he's like I've Danny. heard his name for a while, but then like when I just started kind of listening to him a lot more and i guess what kind of appealed to me more is like protests the heroes like bass player that came after arif mm-hmm. he's like his sound tech guy so i'd always see like instagram stories and shit of him like at the mixing deck at like whatever big music festival that's happening and it's and i was always like oh it's kind of cool and then i finally started actually trying to take a listen i was like oh man like a this guy can sing and b like whoever's producing his stuff if he's having a say on it like it's it's great so cool yeah. yeah. Plays at my work. So plays at so, your work. Plays at my work. Yeah. Song with H E R R her 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 you know her. Best part. Best part. Yep, that song plays at my work. It makes me so happy. That's awesome. Best. Well, why you what you what you laughing at? That's awesome. Bro, that's awesome. That's awesome. Rock it, dude.
As Jimmy Fallon would say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's I do remember him saying that. That's a real clip. I can actually pull it up. That's yeah, you want to see it? Yeah. I'm sorry to derail. Do you want to actually no, hear Jimmy it. Fallon do that? Yeah, sure. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. That. All right, Flynn, you got to pull up uh, John Mulaney on Jimmy Fallon. Well, uh, well, Devin's bringing that up. Do you want to start to get into where you're at right now? Where Certainly. Um, well, right now I'm really into the noises Jimmy Fallon makes with his mouth while he's uh, <laughs> laughing and trying to transition into scarf. And uh, <laughs> so, uh, that's yep, that's the one. That's the top now. one. And uh, yeah, it's pretty much all I listen to. But <laughs> no, um, from uh, from the emo got into some stuff with screaming, which would have been like Alexis on fire. Protest was fucking huge. Um, and yeah, Alexis on fire was um, I, the first band that I could you know stomach the screaming. It yeah, wasn't, I think like, I was kind of in the same boat where like the vocals were still understandable because I had been introduced to things like like some more um um like really intense like black metal i guess mm. uh and like some really out there like thrash as well like job for a cowboy and shit yeah. like that like white chapel and i'm just like i don't know what they're saying and it sounds crazy yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. where alexis on fire was like a little more well for us it's kind of like a hometown sound you know yeah exactly um, digestible yeah, and you, and I could understand what, um, what they were singing about, right? Mm -hmm. It just wasn't like a blast of sound. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. that was the, like my entry point as well. Yeah, it's a so that was a that was a great kind of eye opening thing there, and um, from yeah from there I remember uh, the day that I transitioned from My Chemical Romance being my favorite band to Underoath being my favorite band. Back when having <laughs> hey. a favorite band was really important. Yeah. yeah. Back when you'd ask people, "What's your favorite band?" And then you'd, they'd like have one, and you'd have one, because yeah. everyone would be like, "Well, this is my favorite band." But now yeah. I don't know. I don't think I have one. If I had to pick one, Animals as Leaders, probably. Okay. But uh, arguable, arguable. I think now I, I have no ability to pick a I favorite can, band. Like yeah. that, you like ten. grade eight, grade nine, I would be like System of a Down or Red Hot Chili Peppers, like easily. Now I'm like I don't know. I could I, give you two hundred. I feel yeah. yeah. I can't even for different reasons, right? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. This yeah. is my favorite band because I'm a more educated know. listener now. Yeah. I'm more astute listener. Like back then, I was just like, this sounds great. Okay, that's it. That was yeah. my my only qualifying mark. Now now I tend to break things down a lot more. I wonder what Jimmy Hell Fallon yeah. sounds like. Oh, okay. all right, hit us with the Jimmy so, Fallon. Um, you're gonna want to <laughs> scrub through until uh, you see like it go. It like cuts away to like a, a thing with like Spider Ham in it. It's probably like. Four or five minutes. Spider ham. Fuck is that? Yeah, it's uh, it's his character in the new Spider-Man uh, movie. Oh. Uh, okay, so go back, go back. Uh, you're gonna want to go to like before there's, uh, right before there's any of them. So let's say like five, you five uh, really twenty. Watch this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, Holy ready? Fuck. It's gonna blow your mind. And what happened was I was uh, just uh, cursing wildly. Whoa, no, no, no. That's the sound oh, right there. there yeah, go back. There go back. Is. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> All this work for that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. What a payoff. Did you hear? And, and what happened was I was uh, just uh, cursing wildly. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bruce. That's it. Dude. That's How did you find that? I was just watching it, and I was really high. Oh, I just, well, no, you, just, no, you just could not focus in on that? Thank you, Bruce. I want to sample yeah, that yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, 
Uh, we went to see um, a bunch of bands. It was like the first ever friggin' whatever. Mayhem Fest. Mayhem Fest, yeah. Ooh, and so, that sounds brutal. Dangerous yeah. 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 So, Crazy. So that was the first Where time. Where was it? Buffalo? Yeah, we went to Buffalo. That it sounds was like, just crazy. Equally last, as dangerous yeah. as the name of the festival. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was the last day of the tour, and like we'd never heard of Suicide Silence, and they played like as one of the opening bands when we pulled up there. And that was dope. And um, they smashed the shit out of their gear. Nice. Yep. <laughs> it was pretty sick. And uh, and then yeah, we saw Under Oath at one point, and um, we we worked our way up to the front. And it was funny because um, our dad got caught in a wall of death on the way up there. Because um, we, were, we were working our way up through thirty six crazy fists. They were playing, and we we're trying to like get to the front so that when those people leave, we can get like right at the front. And so, so yeah, as that was happening, our dad's like holding our coats and like, you know, the thing, it just starts clearing out. You guys ever, you guys ever see that video? It's like a black dude walking through some big like metal show. I assume he's at a festival. Um, and he's like carrying some cup like high up in the air and there's just all these white kids like slam it around. And then like the band calls like a wall of death out and he's just like towering like two or three feet above all these people. And they're just like clashing. Clashing around him, and he's just like, "Oh shit, <laughs> oh shit, what's going on?" That's amazing. Dude, yeah. Pretty priceless. Did so dad? No, Devin, if you can find that I'm video, that, that, that's, a, that's a real keeper. Show. That's a video of our dad. That was him. That was him at this very show. Uh, yeah, I believe yeah. it. So, so anyway, we got to the front, and uh, Josh and I were had emo girls who wanted to lean on us, uh, which was dope, and. I don't know if that was what it was, but but that was the day Under Earth became my favorite hey, band. Can we catch a lead. Is the that girls? what they said to you? They, they were all like, they wanted to be right at the very front, but you know, could be. Uh, squirt, squirt so, for the church, church. so they, they were down for a standing cuddle. It was pretty neat. Um, and uh, yeah, so then it became Under Earth. Got really uh, heavy into the metalcore, and um, yeah, opened my horizons more and more. Gotten into uh, the raps and the tools and the uh, and the. All sorts of weird shit, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I like really strange stuff now. I like um, a lot of like... Mr. Bungle. Uh, Mr. Bungle. Yep. A lot of, anything Mike Patton does, he's probably my favorite singer of all time. He's so much more than that, though. He's probably my favorite musician, perhaps. Cool. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I like weird shit now. Yeah, I remember yeah. like in high school with you, we would like exchange our iPods uh-huh. in like, I think it was religion class, maybe? Yeah, we had religion and anthro. Yeah. In one of the classes, we would exchange iPods and like we would have downloaded some new music like the night before and it was like yo you got to check this out and i it was it was always like super obscure stuff like like schwangle yeah. and like primus or yeah. just like even just less claypool on his own some buckethead stuff yeah. like just some really progressive yeah, artists and we would just sit there like whoa man it's fucking uh, crazy <laughs> this is the best yeah just those people who are you know totally down to go way the heck out there yeah for sure but yeah. well, i was saying to lauren earlier today that Les Claypool for me, he borders this line perfectly between completely insane, almost to the point where it doesn't make sense musically, yeah. but he's just straddling it enough that you're like, wow, this is so technically awesome. Yeah. Totally. You know, like That's... if he just teetered a little bit farther, it'd be like unlistenable. And I feel like a lot of those progressive artists like that are pretty yeah. similar. Are they ride that line of chaos. Yeah. Are they making yeah. music still? Primus? I'm not sure. I know, like the. I think the latest thing they did was that um, soundtrack for Willy Wonka. Yeah. yeah. I know so they nice. have still done some so live weird. performances and stuff, but I don't know if they're planning on recording anything. <clears throat> that would be weird. I don't know. Dope stuff. Yeah, man. What about you? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of all over the place. Like, yeah, you are. Uh, 
<laughs> I pretty much like whatever's good, and I know that sounds stupid, but it's like if it's done well, mm-hmm. I'll listen to it. Like yeah. if it's recorded well and executed well, if the songs are written well, if it sounds good, like I don't really care. Like I don't know. One of my favorite bands right now is the 1975. They're just like really good mm-hmm. at what they do. It's like really enjoyable to listen to. Yeah, their production They're value is like through the roof. Really enjoyable to watch live too. I went to one of their shows and it was insane. It's like they're just so good at everything, like across the board, just professional. It's crazy, and yeah. they seem really charismatic and funny. Yeah. in the interviews as well. Exactly, like, like, it, it, it's it's really dope when you you come across an artist like that who has the showmanship, but then is also like a real person off the side. Yeah, it's and not like, like, like a, like a really Michael Jackson scenario where like yeah. amazing artist crippled human being off yeah. to the side. Yeah, yeah, true. Crippled. So, yeah, pretty not, much. L- like, like emotionally, <laughs> their social. Social functions stunted. aren't that great. Yeah, emotionally stunted might be a, there you go. might be the good way to put I'll it. I'll be uh, the political correct fact checker. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Um, so, before we get into some questions about, like, Danger Liker and shit, there's just a couple little things, little tidbits I want to throw out there. So, I guess I'll start with Ian. How long have you been playing guitar? Oh, uh, about two weeks. No, um... <laughs> Six minutes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. Um. So, I've been playing since I was, maybe I was thirteen, like I think grade eight, and yeah. I it wasn't really seriously. It was kind of like I picked up a a bass my uncle's brother gave me, and mm-hmm. I was kind of it was one of the short scale basses, mm-hmm. and it looked like a Telecaster, which was kind of weird, but it was like a bass ship. I still have it, but it's like it's like a small scale, it's like a guitar, and Is it's it weird when you hold it. Yeah. 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 You think you know the one. And um, I after that I kind of got a guitar at some point. But then yeah, your, your pop gave you a guitar on Father's Day. Your no. first electric guitar. Father's Day. I don't know about Father's Day. Mm. Okay. It was Father's Day. <laughs> I don't know, but you uh, better story it, straight. Yeah. yeah, it was Father's Day. <laughs> Get you your life here. together, man. <laughs> I wasn't there. You were here. Get your head out of your ass. Ian. You were always yeah, here. here. My daddy was here you right, right, with, right here. with me. No, no, but what, what it was was, um, uh, I remember at some point I was in the house and I just heard like this guitar being played really badly, like in the distance, just like this kind of, you know what I mean? It's like just some be chords like being strummed. Yeah. And then I was kind of trying to find the sound and then I kind of, you know, found it in my parents. Were you like floating like Pepe Le Pew? Like, yeah, like with the, with the love. feet, with the yeah, feet, yeah, 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 with yeah. The toes in the air. And then uh, that led to my parents' room where my dad was just like sitting on the bed with this like little Fender Strat knockoff with a little tiny like cube amp. Mm-hmm. And he's like, just basically the gist of it was, take this. Oh, let's go. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's good. Cool. Uh, but no, it was. Um, so it was that, and then uh, after that, I started. So learning, was he like, just like, I'm really bad at this. You just have it. No, I think he. No, I think <laughs> he, he, uh, he so what happened was when I got that bass, I started getting like into bass. I was starting to learn like Blink songs and whatever I could on bass. So um, I think I like had like tried to start doing like you know uh, collaborating with like other people like in the same grade as me at like grade eight or whatever. And so I guess my dad took notice of that and. I don't know. He probably just tried like strumming away at it, and then I kind of came in. And he was like, "Here, just take this," and then I took it, and 
Yeah. That was the first time I had a guitar. No, wait, it's not. The first time I had a guitar was my parents saw some Go infomercial. Figure. My parents saw an infomercial oh, yeah. from uh, one of the, uh, this 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 guy. Esteban. I forget what his name is. What? Esteban. Esteban. His name was Esteban. Esteban. He was like this Esteban. this like diet Santana looking guy. And, and he was like he just like showing how to like play the guitar or whatever. And then he's like, okay, buy my you know DVD VHS thing. You get a free acoustic guitar with it, or you know, three easy payments of nine ninety nine ninety nine, or like. Whatever. What? Nine ninety nine ninety. Exactly. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> savings. The savings. The savings are priceless. Wicked. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Ex- exactly. Exactly. Anyways, so um, we got the, that was the first instance of getting a guitar. It was an acoustic guitar, and it was just kind of like the action was terrible. Brought to you by HSM. Yo, Holy no shit. way. Is this the ad for the guitar? No way. Yes. Yeah, see, you died Santana right That's there. Santana Rayvon. Wow, that audio's coming in clear. Santana Rayvon. Ew. Do you get his name? Yeah, that guy's so uncomfortable, but. Alright. Yeah, that was never. any of the audio listeners were watching this man strum away on a classical acoustic guitar, and he has just these filthy log nails. Oh, They're pretty clean. He looks like he's playing. They were really clean. Across. They almost look like porcelain. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> porcelain like nails. So that was the first instance of playing guitar, but like it was kind of that was even before the bass. It was like picking it up, kind of being discouraged because of the action being really hard to press down mm-hmm. on the strings. I was like, oh, I can't do this with my weak little like fingers. Mm-hmm. And then I electric guitar was way easier. And then after that was kind of like playing pop punk songs, then getting into tool, then getting into like metalcore and shit. And cool. That's pretty much it. Cool. So basically, thirteen-ish years, uh, maybe only playing seriously for like less than ten, okay. you know, just under ten. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then for you, we kind of got into it a little bit already. So you've basically been playing your whole entire life. <laughs> no, my first lesson was on September eighth, two thousand five. I'm surprised you don't have that in your, the in your exact notes there, date? pal. How do you just <laughs> have the exact? I do. I I don't know. I can remember shit like that. I also have the I have the piece of paper that like from my first lesson with like the first like four beats that I oh, okay okay and the other one was and the other one was exactly so you were taking uh, you were taken to Long and McQuaid to pick up some drumsticks and you were asked which drum kit you liked the most and you ran over to like this red drum kit yep and it had a a, a sold sign on it. And you oh, were like, yeah. you were like, yeah, yeah, I want this one, I want this one. Too bad it's fucking sold out already. Oh yeah, and I'm sure that's, that's probably a direct quote from when I was like ten, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's fucking it's sold out. Sold. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll just go home and shave my Who's fucking beard. Who's misquoting me? Who else is to talk to? I'm gonna have to shake some people down after this. Fuck this, mom! I'm going out for a dart. It's from your mom. Um, and then it turns out the kit was bought for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and you I got tripped. to take it home? Yeah. Yeah, you freak out? Yeah, I did. It was great. That's cool. It was insane. And then I pissed my parents off for years. <laughs> that set up at the attic just ruined the atmosphere of the house forever. Yeah. It just, just killed all everybody trying to do anything. It's like, oh, I hope you like bad music over that. <laughs> anything. It's like, oh, I really wish I could watch TV. Too bad the soundtrack is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then Adam, like, what, how how long have you been rocking the vocals? Like, when did you seriously start getting into it? Good question. Um, seriously, I don't. I still don't take it as seriously as I should. I should fucking practice way more than I do. Um, so not yet. Just fired. <laughs> just fired at myself. Uh, so uh, yeah, uh, yeah, not yet. 
but eventually. Uh, but I started, okay, when when I did you start getting coached for vocals then? Oh, uh, so Dan Forsey foresaw a future Ooh. of me uh, doing this Look for our that. band uh, when he was when he was Dan the band man who was uh, wow. organizing the plan uh, w- uh, for which we would stand on a stage. <laughs> For some mans, and so fans. for the fans. Thank you. No, for that. fans is audacious. We didn't have those. Um, so, um, so yeah, he would uh, he would teach us uh, teach, teach me how to sing backup originally, and I would I would always use the oh my voice is changing it's bad for me to sing uh, excuse to try to get out of it. That's an excuse. And then yeah, it worked. And then crazy Reese Davies though the singer from our band uh, our first like actual band that performed uh, touring our, band yeah our first touring band yeah <laughs> where you know you'd play like uh the hoover one day and then you'd play like um you know the a, king street trio king street king street trio oh i love that <laughs> <Royal Albert. laughs> play, a, play a recital there at noon on a sunday <laughs> with a little smoke on the water at 2 30 yeah. for sure whatever for sure three times yeah, man. Exactly. Run it back. Couple encores. Yeah. Same yeah. song. You gotta, you gotta get at least forty-five seconds in and then stop and start over a few times too. Yeah. We never did that. Just play the intro <laughs> for five minutes and then go into it. Oh wait, 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 wait! I messed up the transition into the verse. So let's just let's do it again. Let's start over. It, folks, it's gonna be worth it. So, so that was always good. But um, yeah. Um, I missed. I'm bad with numbers and time and years. We don't need exact it? dates. Let's see. Yes, I understand you're not Evan. You're not a complete autist and going to remember <laughs> the exact date. <laughs> so, so I would say thir- 12 to 13 years, and then for guitar, like fif- 14. Okay, cool. Well, now, yeah, 14 since the time at the place in the uh, in Calgary. <laughs> Right this is my remembering face. So, so <laughs> this is a face. Basically, <laughs> basically, what I was trying to get out of this is, you guys are all, even though you probably don't consider yourselves as such, really seasoned musicians for your ages. I guess so. There's a lot of different spices, and there's some cumin, uh, <laughs> yeah. Cajun paprika. You know. No more shrimp, but, no more gator. Yes, thank you. Exactly. You guys know like three spices. You guys are really white. I'm doing that right now. You know what? I don't Salt, have pepper. I don't have time for this. <laughs> oh. Maple syrup. Oh. You know what? I'm gonna call Rosemary and she's gonna drag oh. you out of here. Nice. Um, <laughs> nothing to contribute. Uh, look at me. I don't. All my ones are too unoriginal. Uh, They're not very good. Bad. Ones are. All right. That ends. All right. Yikes. This stream li- is over. I, I should. I should bay leave. Yikes. No. Nice. Okay. R- really? <laughs> yeah. Literally. All right. That should be let's, Adam let's get back to it, boys. It let's get back to it. Is it a little hot in here? It's nope. something. Is it just that vent? I don't know. It's Probably. a nothing. The spice is nice. just you, Christian. And that so, um, we have a break coming up, but I want to get into, so like, let's leave all the elementary school you were shit at guitar. You were shit at singing. Evan was amazing at drums. Apparently, it was just never bad. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> that was the best at everything. Stop boosting. No boost. No boost. So like, All probably, boost. probably, let's look into like middle high school, late high school. Um, you guys started to develop. Well, you you had already played for a band, several bands. Um, what about you two? Did you guys ever play in like? Any other bands other than the the Hoother Hotel touring I mean, band? Like this to that question. 
I was squeezed out. <laughs> Unbelievable. I was replaced. That's really? No, no, it wasn't like that. I wasn't cheesed. Okay. It was okay. Like, I felt, I still felt bad for it. No, for years like, and years and years and years. You kicked your own brother I out? still only, well, no. We no, it was just like. So was this Sick Transit? This is Dapper Dan. Oh, Dapper Dan, that's Dapper right. Dapper Dan. Yeah, it was just Adam, Josh, and I, man. Dapper Dan, man. And then Fatal Flaw <laughs> broke up, and that was with, like, Chris Nelson, mm-hmm. Sam Calamai, mm-hmm. and they formed up with Adam and Josh right. and Chris. So, like... Okay, so you, you had a taste of what it was like to be in a, a little more matured band, and then they were like, all right, beat it, kid. No, like, beat I, it, I, I was brother. never even really... I was never really in. I was just with Adam and Josh. Like, I was never really... Okay, okay. So... But at that point, I was kind of, like, I don't know. I You were in a transitional w- phase in your life. Yeah, I was kind of into life. hockey, like, <laughs> not into hockey seriously, but yeah. I was just really interested in hockey and, like, going out and doing athlete things with my friends. And like, my what is time, that? You know? what? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, playing football. And, like, I still do that shit. But, like, Ice okay. canes. Okay. But, like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that no, was more of a priority than it is to me now. Yeah, for um, sure. But, yeah, so... Well, look at how well-developed you are uh, and how t- horribly ho- horribly we function in social situations. That's because we didn't play sports. Yeah, dude, exactly. Exactly. Team building. I don't know how to fucking handle myself in society. Right? Exactly. Jesus. No, but, like, I still played drums. Like, I was still taking le- uh I think I was still taking lessons. I took lessons until, I think, grade 12. Wow, okay. Um, That's a long time. But then, yeah, I don't know. I didn't really take it that seriously yeah. like I was just still kind of jamming songs and whatever sure but then there was a battle of the bands that Chris Nelson couldn't make it to mm-hmm. that like I got to play with Sick Transit Glory which was pretty dope like that gave me a bit of a taste and that like that kind of made me like want to play more but at the same time I was too lazy to go find people to right. jam with and whatever so I just kind of but like I did pick up practicing more and whatever and then eventually I found myself here with these guys. Okay, cool. We'll get into that later, but yeah, no, I just wanna, I wanna set it up so like after the break we can get right into the Danger Liker shit for like an hour straight. Cliffhanger. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Um, so you you played with Dapper Dan, Sick Transit Gloria. Do you want to talk about that at all? Sure. Um, so yeah, that was fun. Um, Dapper Dan is interesting. Um, yeah. We, uh, yeah. Uh, our dad described our sound as Mexican death surf. So yeah, because there's a lot of and that kind of well, that was one song. You start start learning how dope palm muting is, and then you just overdo it like crazy. It's all like all that kind of just like the trap on Yeah, exactly. No, really, goddamn, thank you. I'm sorry to hear that. Should be well, I'm not saying I listen to it. We can, <laughs> we can work out some sort of settlement after. <laughs> Don't talk about that right now. <laughs> so um, brought it in. Oh, yeah. No, you should not have. Mm. I'm glad you did that. Oh, Christ. That been I'm dope. so glad there isn't more footage. So then uh, uh-huh. Dapper Dan wrapped up. and yeah, you uh, rap, Raptor Dan. And, uh, acquired a few more members and became Sick Transit. <laughs> um, yeah, so so Josh and I started hanging out with the dudes from Fatal Flaw who were like Chris Nelson, Francesco Storino, uh, Greg Ernest, who did play bass for them but didn't edit anymore at that point, and your boy Sam Calamai. And um, yeah, started. Uh, Speaking of Francesco, he actually just dropped a record like a couple weeks ago. What? No, no way. way. Yeah. What kind of music? Um, 
I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I, I can show you like over the break or like at the at the end of the episode or something. It's pretty good though, actually. Uh, for the record, Francesco Storino, I love you, boy. Uh, <laughs> I was well. We were all major dickheads to Frank back in the day, and uh, yeah, that was like probably uh, at my peak shithead teenagery phase. And there's a lot of stuff That's I regret I from that era. Yep. You know, a lot of stuff. <laughs> I well, think everybody's kind of done some nope. shit they're not yeah. too proud of. It's when you're drinking and you're 16 and you're trying to climb social hierarchies yep. and you're doing I've said to these guys shit. plenty of times, like, there, there's lots of dumb shit that I did where I just, like, lay in bed at night and I'm like, fuck! Like, man, yeah. you idiot! Why was I such a dick? Yeah, exactly. And it's some shit that happened, like, 12 years ago. Yeah. Nobody, yeah, that's, that's the kind of thing that, like, when you listen to it... Like, Those are the kind you, of things you go to hell for. Yeah. But when you're, like, in That is hell. Yeah, exactly. Not sleeping. Exactly. <laughs> you ever be like in public though and you like think about that stuff and you like have headphones in and when you just cringe at it you like make a sound yeah. but like you don't uh, realize it you're just like yeah, like you just like oh, think yeah. about it you're like oh, oh fuck yeah. I probably made that sound in front of yeah. all these people like, I like the bank or something you're like <laughs> and then you're like <laughs> that's the sound of 10 years being shaved off yeah your exactly life. Yeah, Bill yeah. Burr says he does that in front of his wife and she's always like are you okay and he's like yeah I just remembered something <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, yeah. Um, so it was with those dudes, and uh, eventually shuffled around and became uh, Lockwood. Brandon Lockwood is in it, was in there from Courage My Love, who we used to play Supernova shows with as fucking hey, Dapper you, Dan you back were, in the day. You were on crazy. Supernova too. Yeah. Yeah. It was dope. Yeah, it sucked. A lot of those guys' pockets. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Economically, it sucked. But they got it was me playing cool. my first show at a club vinyl. Oh, very nice. Yeah, it was pretty embarrassing. It's a sweet venue. <laughs> It was a sweet venue. It's probably a it was restaurant. Pretty embarrassing. <laughs> Speaking of sick venues, I remember seeing uh, Six Trans of Gloria play at Res. Oh yeah, um, yeah, we played the Calf a few times. Yeah, I never oh, really man. came across a local band, so I think you guys were my first show. Really? Um, oh. <laughs> That's sorry to hear that as well. <laughs> what were your uh, your favorite shows in Sick Transit? Some of the best ones you played. How many shows did you play? Um, probably like twenty five or thirty. What? Um, They're a huge deal. The wait, which one was <laughs> the horse mask one? I'm not, Jimmy? Sure, I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> Fuck. Which one was the horse mask oh, one? Oh yeah, we played New Hamburg one time, and we we decided it would be a good idea to play drunk for the, our first time ever. Perfect. And um, <laughs> we called it New Hammered. And, I'm so uh, glad I was there at, for we that. Played at the Legion. And I played with this donkey head. Well, the good thing about being at the Legion is everyone else is piss wasted too. <laughs> yes, exactly. It was so bad, and um, yeah, we were Perfect. awful. And I didn't know this until like we got there. But uh, Chris's dad had rented this like nice camera to tape oh, the set. No, and we were just we were just fucking yeah, just shitter. Is there a tape that is terrible? This? I've never seen it. He said he he never wanted to see it. I don't think. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we can um, get it. But yeah, so well, that's, that's not. I have a line show. to Chris. That's no, true. I know, but it's <laughs> yeah. It could have been that's, one of your favorites. I don't show. know. It's a show that happened. That's true. Um, I'd say one of the one of the coolest ones was, um, well, Sam, who's not here. Um, uh, we yeah, Die Atlantic and us played with Abandon All Ships, who had just won that show Disband on Much Music, uh, at Vinyl, and hey. uh, and then we came back into town, and Brendan was having a party that night. It was his birthday. And oh it, my God, that it was, night it was lit. And so, yeah, and so we came back, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was one of those times where it's, like, it's, like, that was the, I think that was the pinnacle high school moment for me, where yeah. I was, like, playing a show with these cool bands that I can 
tell people about it and they'll be like, I know that from TV and going to a party after. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah it's like the, the shit. It's like it was the I most. I can imagine like, how like, ego stroking that would be. Yeah. Yeah. It's the most it's the most I'll ever it's the most I knew in that moment that it was the it would be the most I would ever enjoy high school. Everything <laughs> aside from that. It was downhill from there. Yeah, and then actually getting to the party and talking to girls and being terrible and being awkward was not as good as like <laughs> being in the car on the way back and being like, you know, <laughs> we you know? smoked it, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Those chicks who weren't there are gonna be so Impressed. My name is Adam. I peaked in high school. Reinhardt. Yeah, that's, that's hilarious. me. <laughs> yeah, that, right, that drive then, back. That was it. Downhill um, from there. Ian, did did you play in any other any bands like? Uh, none that kind of like went out and had the like we didn't go out and play shows or do anything yeah, like that. It was kind of like, oh like hey, that. we should jam sometime. Go in yeah. their basement, like jam a couple songs. Oh, do you know this song by this band? Yeah, yeah. and then kind of play that, and then like they never like call or anything like that and then i met this guy patrick and uh, he got well <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll say this he he got me into something yes and i and i and i was doing it a lot yes <laughs> it made me want to keep doing it more <laughs> what i'm trying to say is no he is like this is the guy sex that, drugs or rock and roll it is actually none of those it's not sex nope what are you talking about? Tell us, tell us. And it ain't rock and roll. What it is, is actually, no, Pika's just the guy oh, that got comics. me more into, like, like metal, like, heavier metal and yeah. stuff like that. And then he got me into, like, Hell and also yeah. just playing guitar, like, more seriously. And then we kind of were jamming with uh, one of your one of your pals on the drums. Good old Patrick. Yep. Veronicky. Yep. Cool. Patrick Sandwich. And, uh, and, yeah, we were just kind of doing that for a bit, and then... That was kind of like the last thing in high school that I was Sylvia like. Sylvia says hi. Kind of thought of something. Yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> hey. Hi. Hey. What? What? All right. So, what? do you guys want to put a pin in it there? Yeah. We can take a quick little break. Put a pin when in we you come guys. back, we'll get into how Danger Liker formed. I know there's a little bit of stuff that happened pre Danger Liker. We can we can touch on that like really quickly, Ooh, and then we can right. talk all about you guys. Cool. Cool. Okay, we'll be right back. Hey, welcome back. Uh, I just want to remind everybody that this episode is brought to you by the Flu Apron. Last week we had Glue Apron. It was a, a handsless apron application device. Uh, the Flu Apron, it's just a rag you put over your face so you don't catch the flu. All right, thanks, Flu Apron. Hey. <laughs> I want a Dr. Drew Apron next week. Yeah, I know everybody tunes in for these dank ads. Yeah, they do. Um. All right, so are you a little, are you a little embarrassed? By that? <laughs> <laughs> shame wash over you. That was good. Bah, bah, bah. I, thought was, I thought it was perfectly let's good. Go, let's go. Let's go. All the shame. All the shame. Perfectly good. Okay, so uh, before the break, we went through. <laughs> All your history. There's nothing that we missed out. There's n not a single peeing. Disney trip. There's not a single snack you guys ate that we missed out on. We touched on the everything. The bees, though. When I was peeing, I thought, oh, not the bees. The not cheese. the bees. <laughs> <laughs> when I was peeing, I thought of so many shoutouts I missed. I'm just going to... Drop them now. No. Do I'm it. Gonna not, let's gonna go. live with it. No, Give let's go. We're moving on. You should have moving on after the break. Shout out to... We're moving back there now. Okay, so um, basically, <laughs> I, I want to know a little bit about... The spectral type. Uh, yes. Oh, the spectral we're, we're bringing type. The, we're bringing the whole crew together. You guys can collaborate on what you want to want to say about this. The rectal pipe. The rectal pipe. <laughs> spectral hype. The special, the special tripe. Special tripe. <laughs> for for those of you who do not know, uh, the spectral type 
was this metal band that uh, some of the members are here and some of them are gone forever. Hi guys. Um, <laughs> I have nothing to do with this. It was kind of this organic rolling group of members and it, it eventually evolved into what is Danger Liker now. Um, so yeah, do you guys want to talk about that at all or do you want to get straight into Danger Liker Or is that stuff? a touchy subject? <laughs> no, we can get into it. I mean, um, yeah. So I guess kind of how like if you if you want to go from like the very little point of like how everything kind of like started. Yeah, I yeah. want I want the the, the beginning of the Big Bang. I, sure. I the initial flash. Um. So what happened was at the apartment that I was renting at the time. Um. My brother came over and yeah. he. You know, he, he kind of saw that I was getting into recording, like home recording, you know, just having like a little two-channel interface, have the guitar plugged in DI, have an amp sim, have like a, you know, like a, a fake MIDI drum set up, and I was just kind of... Memory foam mattress in the corner. Oh, of course. Exactly. You had a memory foam? No, I don't think it was memory foam. I don't you know. had a futon. <laughs> no. He had a forgetting it, 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 foam. I, yeah, I had a futon. <laughs> but, um, so I was just getting into that, and uh, my brother kind of suggested to me Adam, because they were in the same grade. And uh, I remember how you you introduced it was, you should record this guy because he screams. <laughs> At that point, I was like, all right, That's get me. him over here. And then, uh, yeah, and then so Adam and I hung out and we recorded well, some what stuff. What about the first time? That, the that first I time? No, I'm right behind the, the, the bit of a story. Structure thing? Structure thing? Yeah. Yeah? Okay, so. Right Although it makes you look bad so? for being a person who would, uh, you know, listen to yeah. something that's not out yet. Yeah. So um, you were a bad person. Oh. Not anymore. You've learned the way. You've learned the ways of the, of the just Christ-like lamb boy. Well, uh, why don't you uh, talk about the first time that if you? Uh, well, I wasn't. It. What's going on? I wasn't listening to something that I shouldn't <laughs> have been yet. But uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, Alan uh, was all like, "Yo, man, my brother's got a place." Um, he is into music and stuff, and also we can blaze there after class. Damn. So we went there, and, um, and I was like, class, all right, let's, let's check it out. Yeah, after class. After class. We don't skip class, bro. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> get your education. <laughs> I yeah, stay in school. Yeah. You yeah. can get your education on the street after class. Get Ooh. both. <laughs> get yeah. both. Get, get both. street smart. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Street smart. So anyways. John Mulaney. Anyway. Hey. <clears throat> so yeah, uh, we went on down, and I, w I walked in, and I was all like, oh shit, I recognize those folks, that sounds like the dude from Structures, and I was like, is this Structures? And Ian's all like, how the heck did you know those Structures? This isn't even out yet, like this just, someone just popped this up online, and um, and yeah, it was, uh, I was like, well, I know I recognize the vocals, I do vocals, you do guitar, we should do vocals yeah. and guitar. I remember music. you talking like that. Yeah, that's yeah. how it, yeah. yeah. And then we wrote some I stuff, we wrote some thing. riffs, we were kind of just like hashing it out, and then at that point, uh, we had a we had a song written, like kind of like a collection of riffs that kind of like weaved into each other. Did it have a name? And then, uh, it had a name, it was called Yoga Pants. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> what was your inspiration? Then, um, I think it was uh, Jeans. Mm. Yeah. 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 Denim. 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 The concept of denim. denim. Nice. Yeah. yeah. The actual, Do you think uh, in today's climate... The title Yoga Pants with Plants. No. Yoga Plants. Don't give me them yoga plants. I don't think it would. I don't think it would. No matter what the song is about, you yeah. can't call it that. But no, we would call it Yoga either. Plants. Probably. That's perfect. Oh, okay, okay. You got to up this game. Yeah. yeah. Be, we get more subtle. But uh, so what happened was we we got through that song, and then after that, um, 
during that whole time that like Adam was coming over here and there because it wasn't like he was just full in like I'm coming over every day of the week it was like I'm coming over once a week and then you know wherever you would hang out one of those places was uh, Chris Nelson's house who turned out to eventually be the drummer of what was the spectral type so um Lanky how I kind of boy. yeah and how I we kind of <laughs> came in like how kind of we all came in contact was Adam invited me over to Chris's house you guys would jam some songs. I remember you would play like uh, a guitar, uh, and you would sing while he was playing the drums, and you guys would kind of do that. And then there was a song that um, also another friend of mine who we were jamming with at the time, Jesse Cerritos. I was jamming with him, so we went over to Chris's house, and it was like, oh, we all know this one song. Well, it was through a trial of like, do you know the song? Oh, uh, I don't know this song. Oh, that's too. Uh, you know the song? Yeah, let's try this song. And it was the it was flourished by the contortionist, yeah. and then we all tried it out, and then it was awesome, like right off the bat, and then we were all like, oh holy shit, this is pretty cool. And then um, I don't think that was kind of the beginning of how we all kind of had the chemistry. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, no matter how many times I listened to you guys rehearse flourish over and over and over, I never got bored of that song. Like I'll still yeah. listen to it today, and I'm like, dang, this shit's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> never got bored of playing it. Never got bored of playing it. It was just a good song, good solid song. It's been a while. Yeah. Play it again. But it's been, it's a, been a while. Yeah. Play it later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a good time. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, more history. Yeah. Um, yeah. Take it away. Well, I'll, I'll pass um, the. Uh, oh well. Oh, well, no, I was, I was trying to prod you into because I feel like um I don't, I don't know I forget where we were. I'm just we were at we flourish. were at a yoga pants jamming flourish. with Chris and then yeah yes. flourish and then the kind of moment before the first initial jam space and then kind of mm-hmm. growing the band as a, as a as a wider entity. Yeah, so we uh, got a jam space and we grew the band as a wider entity. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> 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 and, um, <laughs> so, so yeah, um, <laughs> your boy Flynn was involved. Hey, um, guy. I just kind of inserted uh, myself as like, yeah, I want to scream stuff. Yeah, like, yell out. Ian just attracts dudes who want to scream. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he screams. Yeah, yeah, bring him on. Yeah. Is he a screamer? <laughs> 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 bring him on. <laughs> <laughs> and bring him on. And from our perspective, it's like, this guy's going to give me some, some catharsis. This guy's going to give me a way to yell. I know it. I know he's going to like me yelling. Look at those chords on him. Look at the chops in that boy. Yeah. Can you just open up your throat a little bit more? Oh! Have you ever listened to the art of screaming? Yeah, oh my god. Yeah, the zen of screaming is... Oh! That's that's exactly it. Let it fly. Let it fly. (laughs) So, um... So, yeah. Then, you know, was getting into music uh, along with us, and uh, Jared as well was over. Jared had basically only played guitar up to that point, and, um, you know, uh, fell into the bass role. We started, uh, you know jamming with that lineup and it was uh yeah we we got our and with you and uh you on guitar jesse on other guitar chris on drums the other you know and then there the other three of us and we got the got the four of us three of us we're yeah. like a six-piece band i'm, I'm yeah, so bad at math <clears throat> okay Somewhere. yeah that's correct for some reason i thought that anyway and then we got uh, we got a little jam hall uh ian uh was uh surfing the web one day and you do uh, that? came across a uh sites a hall for jam and uh we uh yeah we, was, i remember we were talking about it by chris's pool in the backyard yeah and um yeah do you and have the uh stack of line sixes yeah. then too yep yeah and, and it was sick 
a music studio that we had a little spot above. You know, we we could, you know, have our have our own space to make music and smoke our ganja and do bad things, uh -oh. but we couldn't. We smoke outside. We we smoked outside, <laughs> except for that one hole. What hole? The hole. Anyways, but um, <laughs> yeah. So so we had that place, and then uh, things happened where we had to move to a different place. So we found uh, this current place, which this place is pretty close to around here. And um, yeah, so we were, uh, and then then we kind of all kind of happened to grow and decay here as time went on <laughs> for a repeated amount of time through different fluctuations of decay and growth and yeah then, it was uh, definitely from an outside perspective a, a process of destruction and yeah. rebuilding yeah. and yeah there was a lot of there was there was some high points there was a lot of lows and then uh but it was all contained within the space so what was weird was like it wasn't like anybody else was kind of like monitoring this we were only really like measuring our own success and when you're kind of doing it in your own like room you start to go kind of like crazy with like what works and what doesn't work sure. and then you know you're not breaking out of this like shell that you've like put yourself into it. And, and as you're putting yourself into the shell the shell thickens and the shell thickens even more and you know the more disconnected you become from like outside opinion and just like you know you start to realize that you know, you just gotta, like, go for it in terms of, like, what being a band is all about, which is, like, making music, letting people listen to it in terms of, like, distributing your music and playing it live. And we were doing none of that. We were making the music, but it was all contained within here. Do you think not so... having internet here was the biggest factor? Like, you, there was just no convenient means to put it out other than, like, putting it on a drive and taking it home with you? Or picking up your whole computer and if, taking it home to, with you? In the moment, it was never, like... Oh man, we don't have the internet. Otherwise, we'd get our music out there. It was more like it was. It was more just like. Oh, we have to rewrite everything. No, yeah, it was just yeah, it was just it was just like every day was a new day. Yeah. It kind of it kind of made that in terms of like the process. Sure. The process itself, um, it kind of made like that kind of, uh, getting it out there part a little a little bit out of reach because it took this extra step of like putting it on a drive going right. home or putting it on your phone and then like uploading it in a certain way and did, and you, did you guys never just have that voice that person that would be like yo just fucking put it out no definitely a lot of voices out there and there was but I feel like that that shell that I'm talking about that's built up becomes things like ex, you know making excuses and like all these different kinds of things when people are like just do it man just do it man and then it becomes just fucking do it just fuck and then it's like but in a you know in a slightly nicer way but you know you the more and more you just keep holding back, the more, the more and more easier it is to hold back. You yeah. know, it's like it's like when you start canceling plans. Sure, yeah. It's like so uh -oh. easy to start canceling plans just all the time once sure. you're doing it because it's like minor accidents. Then you know what, guys? I'm just gonna yeah. hit the road. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you know what I mean? It's like when when that sort of thing starts happening and it becomes go. easier. Yeah, it's like a snowball and it gets into, out of control. Yeah, and the, but the thing is, is because like you're okay with like complacency and the people around you are then that's when, um, you know, you go through the... You become kind of, like, a hive mind, and then you go through the ups and downs together. And yeah. then I kind of felt like when there was this, like, big lull before we kind of started meeting... Well, before we even met Evan, or at least I did, um, that there was this kind of, like, a lull where we didn't really know what was going on, but we kind of held this place together. 
but we were all going through the ups and downs. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, is this thing gonna keep going? Like, we we don't even have the the, the functioning members the to play a show. You know, we were out a drummer and then another guitarist. It was like a vocalist, a bassist, and a guitarist. It's like, how are you gonna put on a show like that? It's just it's little, it's a little, you know, jank. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can put it that way. So uh, then, um, I think at that young Turks, Jank Uger. Yeah. <laughs> At that point, it was just kind of um, we were guy. we were all kind of riding that wave, and then uh, you know we just decided we need that piece, and then uh, that, yeah, that's where you came along. I know I kind of fast tracked it, but no, no, like it's totally fine. Yeah, kind of. It's interesting how one person can kind of just like be the kingpin to fucking bind everything back together. That was kind of well. Yeah, yeah. Evan's, Evan's very decisive and direct. Yeah, is, sure. Nice something we lacked well, being like, a part of the shell that's that's mm-hmm. what was always necessary and needed mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's like, and what you can see it. once you're on the outside afterwards I could see that like you know you need somebody who's just gonna be like yeah this is, is it because of, do you, do you think it's like from an outside perspective looking in I've always looked at Evan and went like it's probably because of all the sports that he fucking played like this team <laughs> yeah. mentality like yo exactly. we work as a unit yeah where you guys are coming in and going like oh, this is what I do really well, and this is what I do really well, and this is what I do really well. It was never like, this is what we but can it, all do together Captain really well. Yeah. Where Evan comes in, Captain he's like, yo, this is what we're doing, and fucking do it. Or And also, like, I don't know, I wanted, I wanted everyone to, when they were here, to treat it like work, because, like, at that point, you don't really let relationships get in the way, because you're, sure. wor- you're we're all working together to, reach a common goal which is write good music right so it's like when you're at work and you're trying to do something if someone's like oh i don't really like that but you are pretty sure you got to do it you're not going to be like oh okay we won't do that then like you know what i mean (laughs) yeah like so then like i wanted it to be when we're in these within these four walls together we're gonna work and like you got to pull your weight you got to be a contributing member and you have to like you have to be open to criticism and you have to be open to like direction and say like I don't know open to conversation about stuff like yeah for and sure. like we never really communicated before before this guy before this fine fellow yeah it was kind of just like oh decision was made okay that's cool I'm gonna contribute to it okay I guess that's that's it was just like taking any possible piece of a mental building block and then just trying to make it like stack and and hold right. itself together rather than being like okay, well, this is obviously a bigger piece, so let's put it at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. It was more just like, okay, you have a piece, okay, let's just put it on top, let's just put it on top, and then it was... Yeah, and this man came in and gave you guys a well, blueprint, is like, yeah, this the, is what we can build. I think it's slowly. more like... It doesn't have to be, like, chunk by chunk. Like, each of us going like, okay, this is what I have, and this is what you have. How can we make that work? This man comes in and just went, we can make this work. Well, well like, I kind of listened to what they had recorded and was like, this is good, this isn't so good. This isn't good at all. Yep. This is good. Mm-hmm. This is pretty good. And then we like took those chunks, Ian and I, and then like arranged them in a way that made sense. Made some like other parts to replace what we took out. <clears throat> I don't know. Kind of screwed with some other stuff. Messed with the structure a bit. But that's like how the EP was written. Was just like some stuff, some like riffs and basically full songs that Ian and Adam and Jared had already written. And then I was just like, I don't know. Cut the bullshit out of them. 
yeah. that I thought was bullshit. And then yeah. these it's guys were like, oh, like, yeah, yeah, we didn't like that either and stuff. And I was like, so why, you yeah. why, why is it in here? <laughs> yeah, like, what are you guys this, doing? Like, it's, this, it's this thing called, like, in, I don't know what it's actually called, but, like, investment fallacy, where, like, you basically, you spend a bunch of time going in a certain direction or doing a certain thing, and then, you know, you basically, to justify keeping it, you you just keep like telling yourself that it's oh well it's got to be a, this kind of certain way because i've spent so much fucking time going in this direction and then yeah you never think of just like getting rid of it and doing something completely different yeah i think it's stuff. a tough but super important <laughs> characteristic to have as any kind of artist to just be able to like, cut your loss and go oh you know what this this piece of what i was making is actually kind of cancerous and affecting everything else Let's just drop it. Yeah, like, exactly. Uh, even though you put like a lot of time into it, and it does hold some sort of value to you, uh, like I can see why it's tough to just be able to like drop a song or drop a chunk of a song or an idea or lyrics or whatever, what have you. Um, it's a gangrenous limb. Yeah, cold meat. Yeah, fresh mm. cut. And like, I honestly, <laughs> I honestly think that because of your guys' lack of, I don't know, communication. Yeah. Like, I think that that's what kept you guys here is because, like, when you would go to, like, finalize a song, you guys would listen to what you had. None of you guys would be satisfied, like, with it, not, but also none of you guys would want to say anything about it. Mm-hmm. So then you'd be like, oh, well, we need to change some stuff, but no one would be sp- specific because nobody wanted to step <laughs> on anyone's toes. And then it's like, you went to finalize it, and it's like, well, none of us are satisfied, but none of us are going to say anything about it. So, like, where do you go from there? Like, that's definitely... And it was frustrating for everybody else that was keeping an eye on what you guys were doing. Like, I was like, what the hell are these guys doing? They've been writing songs for so long, I haven't heard one of them. What the hell is that? Like, And, yep. like, our dad would always chirp us, too. He's like, if a band plays... Wait, if a band plays in their jam hall and nobody hears, are they even a band? <laughs> he always used to say that to us, and it's so true. That's I was like, no, we're not. Philosophy. You're absolutely correct. We need to get the hell out of here. Like, yeah. So when did you start do- moving into the Guitar Pro stuff? Oh, um, probably around when it was just kind of... It was, for a little while, I, I was attempting to play drums for us half-heartedly for, like, six Oh, yeah, months. that kit that we bought off yeah, of, uh... uh Nate Collins. Yeah. yeah. yeah Nate Collins sold us a, a cheap drum set. Like, a hundred Shout out, Nate. I, yeah. 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 <laughs> I see Kevin Collins play the drums on that. Yeah, we had that, <laughs> we had that kit. That's we got so that kit, funny. yeah. Yeah, so... We bought that kit for us, so we... So, yeah, we went and bought some used cymbals and shit, and, like, I don't know, we could play, like, five covers and stuff, sort of, and, like, it was... Uh, it's not good and um, I was yeah, better at programming was... drums and so around that point like I was getting kind of tired of how we would essentially we would start by you know Ian was the best at just sort of pulling interesting music out of nowhere on his instrument and so he would start playing something cool and and, uh, and Jared and I would start kind of giving him like interesting kind of vague suggestions that we both had an idea of but not quite a specific one like I'd be like make it sound more like a purple ghostly pirate ship <laughs> and like you know and like, I'll and, get right on that I mean, I'd have something really specific in mind but I couldn't describe it in any tangible musical terms and so he would kind of put something down and Jared would have an idea and then I would have an idea and then Ian would probably not be too hyped on any of it and we would like record it and be like well, this kind of sucks. Pay <laughs> and do yeah. something with this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, make it more these vague ad- adjectives. God, that sounds depressing. Yeah, so it sucked. It's and like so. writing music based on a Mad Lib. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and but without any of the fun free expression, more just like, well, make it more like this element of the word, <laughs> like yeah. too specific and terrible and torturous. So that sucked. And so um, yeah, I just started kind of making shit on Guitar Pro because um, I remember Andrew West from Die Atlantic used to do that, and um, he had some really cool shit that he showed me, and um, they made a whole EP out of. Um, stuff that he wrote did like you guitar look pro towards and, uh, guitar pro as your creative outlet since yeah. you weren't really exactly. getting it in exactly. this environment exactly oh, yeah dude, so it's such it was, a long process it, on that yeah it filled such a it filled such a like a void though because like um as like a vocalist i couldn't really contribute to anything because there was nothing ever finished enough because you don't want to like write vocals for like an early riff because like it'll probably change and stuff like that sure so, yeah um so yeah guitar pro is like this way to just you know be baked at home and just sort of make some weird music while watching movies and stuff and yeah over the like i don't know three or four years i've kind of gotten it to a point where i uh i just finish everything i start and you know try to yeah i hate a lot of stuff for like 40 percent of the process of making it and then eventually just be like i have to make this not suck and just like grind it into you know something adequate and then eventually it's like really cool and i kind of forget that i hated it and uh yeah i think there's something to be said about being able to sit by yourself at home and making music like that where I the end product you know you're going to present it to your other bandmates but in that moment it's just for you like there's yeah. like a rawness to it and like a truth to it where if you're sitting with these guys you might be trying to do something to impress them or like right. something that appeals to them right off the bat you're splitting your brain three ways yeah for sure um but yeah, just being able to sit by yourself and like work through your own musical thoughts and know what you think is bad. And when you're by yourself, you're much more likely to just cut a chunk out that you think is shit exactly. and not think twice about it because you're right. the only one who worked on it, right? right? And then you can bring this product here and to you, it might be like what you think is perfect, right? And then they can jump on it and exactly. go, okay, we need to change this, this, and this and make it work for all of us. Right. I think it's kind of like the best way to write music. I mean, not guitar pro, but no, 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 not not. <laughs> I'm not saying like with any specific piece of software. I mean, you could be fucking writing notation on a napkin, but I feel like that that initial flare and spark. If you can pull that off like by yourself and then bring it to other people and have them judge it, it it's like the best way to carve out like a beautiful statue from a slab, you oh, yeah. know. The best thing about Guitar Pro, too, is that you can do stuff that you'd never be able to play on an instrument normally, and, like, you can do stuff by accident. I do, the, do this all the time. I'll, like... Yes, he does. I'll he paste... does with, uh, Ian and I all the time. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes. I'll, I'll paste something in wrong, and it'll sound fucked, and then uh, I'll be like, oh, that sounds cool. Let's repeat that a bunch. <laughs> sure. And, you know, make it a, a new time signature or something, and then just, like, these guys will make it an actual music, but, like... It's uh yeah you know so, so I, crazy. So you write yeah. such complex music, and then anytime Ian and I tried writing stuff on Guitar Pro, it would just be shit. <laughs> it would be brutal. But do you we're guys also think? 15. Do you guys think yeah, these well, seventeen oh, years this old? This was when you were way younger. I just write it by younger. sound too. Not really. <laughs> like ten years ago. I very rarely write it with like an instrument. Like well, the the instrument I use is my keyboard, so I'm always just figuring out like notes. If I have like a riff that'll pop into my head, I'll just figure that it's out. Just tonal. Like, it's it doesn't have an instrument assigned to it while you're writing it. Yeah, it's just like my head will go do 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 and I'll put a little do do do. I'll figure it out of the yeah. keyboard and plug it into a certain instrument, and then, <laughs> and then like you know fuck around with the drums and just make something that visually looks cool. It'd be like oh 
this is a group of like five with these ones punctuated and we're going to repeat that and then have it stop at this arbitrary time and do something else and like just do little weird little yeah arbitrary random spur of the moment things mm -hmm. and then like listen to them and see if they sound cool change them up and then just put a bunch of layers on and frig with it and, interesting know. it sounds really similar to how i write my music at home it's kind of like like a mad science lab like yeah i'm just like slapping shit together and you're like oh it doesn't work delete it oh it doesn't work delete it oh that sounds really weird but i don't know if i could physically ever play that guess i gotta learn how to physically play that do you think you knew <laughs> you gotta get other people who can do it for you <laughs> i feel like if i knew more theory i would put myself into more of a box and really yeah i think so weird I found once I started learning theory more that it kind of expanded same. my horizons. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Kind of it's like, like I thought that at first. Shit. I thought that exact you just, same like, thing. Just know at what first. rules you can break and know when just like mm -hmm. cut it off. Sure. Yeah, sure. because I think what you're thinking of is like once you learn it, you like lock yourself into a framework of like this is only what's right mm -hmm. and what works. Whereas like because I was watching this video yesterday of Guthrie Govan saying that he's like I like to think of it as not like there are it's like not binary where it's like right and wrong it's like there's a spectrum of rightness and wrongness that sure. you can kind of like so theory helps you as, like understand like how to really define like the spectrum right true true so i guess it's like that anyways and like that's how i feel about it. i know a like bit of like i know mostly <laughs> I, I like uh rhythmic theory but not you know I, I i know the i know the way the notes go this way but not this way um so like um lately like the last three or four songs i've written have been just based on Adam Neely videos that he's put out lately and just like oh that's a cool rhythmic concept I'm gonna make a whole thing based around that and just like yeah you can take little or um my favorite way to do it is to watch a movie that I want the vibe of I want to steal the vibe from it and um take like a little you know a little bit of dialogue or something or just like a, a piece of something just a piece of like a rhythmic element of like the soundtrack or something and just sort of spin it into something take the, some eerie chords or something and just sort of you know sprinkle them in remember them wrong and just sort of make this texture of like this <laughs> overall vibe of like oh that kind of feels like that movie sort of is and, adam uh, neely that drum cover dude he adam neely is he's he's, as he's he a good guy say, the musical vsauce oh okay okay um, okay yeah. have you shown yeah. christian any of his videos recently uh, i probably just... clicked on them by accident while i'm trying to test things in obs yeah you've probably yeah. seen them <laughs> yeah he does like really oh scroll down a tiny cool bit musical concepts He's bald. He's. I can see the top of his hair. There he is. He's that guy. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Yeah, Adam Neely. <laughs> hey, bullseye. I can see the top. He explains of his things hair. in a very simple way, but not really at the same time. Yeah, it gets really deep. Yeah. Oh, man, he's great. So yeah, it's uh yeah it's, it's stuff where it's like I I know that there's a lot more theory to get out of this, but like just getting yeah just you know, um it leads me to believe that through learning theory there's you know all these interesting doorways that you can sort of find if you like you know yeah it's like getting into anything i guess it's like you can get as weird with it as you want sure sure and, uh, so yeah. these guys have they kind of handed off the duty of like a lot of writing to you and then you 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 create something and bring it back to them like um, is that is that what's going on or for a lot of the new stuff, I guess, like our new album is... Right, because the, the Fire Supplier mixtape was like a collaborative, like real group effort, like each person wrote their own parts, like is that how it worked? More or less. More or less. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, yeah. And then now, like going forward, um, so you guys have like uh, the Bone Shaker sing single that came out. Yeah, That's which is... an Autumn Guitar Pro one. Okay. Based on the theme from Dirk Gently, there's like a 15 second 
piece of music that plays at the start of the Dirk oh Jelly yeah I, I can I can hear that in my my mind's ears actually <laughs> yeah. I thought I was the only person in the world that actually watched that show it's a great show <laughs> yeah it's really yeah. good season three Netflix Hell season yeah. three you got my you got my extra dollars put it in a Dirk Jelly <laughs> what great up? plug but okay <laughs> great plug great plug what process do you guys like the most like getting together and writing the music or just whatever works like whatever's uh, the fastest. Yeah, well, I think it's more or less, like, now having the two, like, having experienced the two different kinds of writing styles, we kind of went from just, like, one to the other, mm-hmm. so it's not like, while we're kind of, um, you know, taking these songs and that Adam's done, we're, like, Evan and I are kind of, like, hashing out all these other things, so now that uh, having done the two... I feel like they all kind of have like their advantages and disadvantages. Right. So are you guys like, like combining both methods now to, to yeah, get to yeah, the final product? Yeah, yeah. It's it's like Adam's idea, like his idea for like a theme and a story and how it's going to be told and like mm-hmm. how you want to like what kind of you know picture paints, I guess. Um, yeah. Do you find that Adam brings to the table some really vivid ideas and like imagery? Because just from knowing him. He's a very expressive dude. He has a very colorful vocabulary and a very imaginative mind. Part of a lesbian. Have you ever got a text from him? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You guys are so sweet. I'm like, hey man, what's up? And then like 30 minutes later, I get an essay about what's up. You you get a fucking sonnet. Never mind. 30 minutes ago. (laughs) It's great though. I love it because it's exactly how you talk and it's hilarious. 90% of the time though, I don't text people back because I'm an idiot and I'm always like, I put pressure on myself to text like that for some reason, even though no one wants it. I'm I'm the worst. For for example, for people who aren't receiving texts from Adam ever in their life, I'll text this guy and be like, hey man, you want to like do something this weekend? And it'll be like three days goes by, and then I get I get a text on like Saturday morning, oh, and it's like, "Hello, Doth brother, I I apologize for my transgressions. I would love to I would love to rendezvous this afternoon." And it just goes on and on. It's like, oh my god, like you could have just said no. Once the, <laughs> you could have just not like, responded. The sky, we can, you know, rendezvous together. But I love it. I love it because it's it's exactly who Adam is. Like, yeah. It's transparent. You know, yeah. We do like you. Definitely do get a lot of that from the music. Like, yeah. you can you can hear it for sure. And well, like, like li- uh, listening back to like even Bone Shaker today, and listening to just the lyrics that he put into it, it it's like so personified as Adam. It's yep. <laughs> like yeah, 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 okay. Like I'm like laughing to like parts that yeah. I'm listening to. Thesaurus.com over here. Yeah, <laughs> that's I spent a lot of time on there. I will admit. I will admit that I used thesaurus.com. How but, does it feel? There's uh, nothing wrong with that. Cromulent. I mean, some of the, yes. some of the, of course, some of the <laughs> well, greatest man. lyricists of all time have a dictionary and thesaurus on hand don't all talk the time. About that. I what do you mean? Don't talk. About <laughs> I definitely have never used rhymezone.com. Oh my god, rhymezone.com. <laughs> rhymezone is the shit. Yeah, every once in a while you'll just scroll through because you know you're like oh man it's so good it's so good it's like I need another word that rhymes with ness and then you go through and you see one you're like oh fuck that's perfect Loch Ness is, oh my god nice man thanks man Loch Ness I tried Loch Ness guy that's the next song so what did uh, how did Amos contribute to that song oh yeah famous Amos uh, he wrote the Zelda <laughs> part as I call it uh, the 
yeah that's that's the vibe i got off of it immediately like i when you guys dropped the song i i i think i purchased it on like Bandcamp like in the morning thanks Thanks, man. Um, Because it wasn't on Spotify. I think I messaged Evan. I was like, is it on Spotify? And he's like, it's going to come out. I just don't know when. I was like, I've got to fucking buy it then so I can Uh, listen to it or whatever. And it was actually on Spotify and I lied to him. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, I was like driving to work and then, yeah, it hits that like, uh, that like MIDI programmed or synthesizer part. And it it sounds like it's just ripped straight out of The Legend of Zelda, basically. Or it like puts you in like a, a, a... real fantasy mindset as soon as I heard that. Yeah, because Amos wrote it in Guitar Pro, but, like, the tones that he used on Guitar Pro Guitar were Pro's. really cool, so we're, we... I don't know, was that the goal? Did we, like, try and replicate what he... Uh, yeah, kind of, like, yeah. Because, like, yeah... The like tone it, of the synths definitely was trying to be somewhat replicated, but refined in, yeah, yeah. in uh, the DAW that we're using to record. Yeah. He also wrote the groove after it, too, where it's, like, the main riff, but, like, with, um, like, a kind of a quarter note pulse over it rather than the... Then one two three one two three one two three drops in and then one two three four one two three four yeah so that's pretty funny it's one of my favorite parts I I think around the time when you guys had released it um, Ian and I were here trying to set up some shit for the podcast and I I specifically made him put it on so I could show him that part and be like I love this part. <laughs> I, I wish I wish it just went on longer or something like that. That's the beauty of it. That's yeah. what keep, gets you to come back. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. Yeah. That's a good way It's just one of those grooves where like you get into the song, you're like, yeah, this is fucking sick and then you get to that part and you're like, Whoa, this is fucking wild. Yeah. <laughs> like it's yeah. just one of those little tasty maraschino cherries ju- dropped on the top of the on the track. Do people like Amos is actually cherries? a genius. <laughs> he is. Yeah, yeah we had that reaction <laughs> actually. <laughs> like I know I had that reaction when I heard it the first time, because I don't know. I don't really think any of us were fully satisfied with the way the song ended before that. Yeah, just and then ending. so he just kind of threw that on, mm-hmm. and I had no idea what to expect. Because he peppered in some other synth parts like throughout the song. Um, so I got here, and these guys had all heard it, and they're like, oh, check this out. Check out so, check out what Amos uh, added. So I was listening to it, and I was like, oh, yeah, these synth parts are dope, whatever. And I had no idea what to expect, and I heard the thing at the end, and I was like, oh, this is so cool. But then like the way that it came in, like, because for me, it's like I'm the only one that's playing anything different. Like The mm-hmm. rest is the same as right. the riff like 100 times in the song. <laughs> so like me hearing that like it messed with my head because I had, it had just been burned into my memory like how to play yeah yeah the one way so then it just like blew my mind and I was like like Amos was just like I don't know he just like he just came out of nowhere and just made this song like something insane like for yeah. all of us like we were all so stoked on it after that like I don't know <laughs> That's like ridiculous. before that I was kind of like ah oh, fuck this song like it's kind of hard like I, I don't really want to learn it like it was kind of pissing yeah. me off well we, then, we talk like, about this all the time like, oh. is like when you're you're writing music for yourself or or for other people to listen to but you're like listening to some shit on loop over and over and over again to get the engineering perfect it's like by the time the song's done you fucking hate it yeah absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah some of those songs drove us insane like what what was uh what was the worst probably raymond probably pissed me off the most i don't know what it was about it but just like something about that song yeah just like and I think it was probably due to the fact that we stayed up till like seven in the morning. Remember, we were leaving here and the sun was up. Oh, those, yeah. so those nights stupid. are the worst. Like, they're the best. So they're the best. Like, they're they are, the best. It was hilarious, and time. it was one of those ridiculous nights where it just gets to the point where everything is just so ridiculous. And, like no one can even talk because everyone's just pissing themselves, laughing at absolutely nothing happening. Like just ridiculous. But like, yeah, I don't know. That whole process is just 
I don't know how Ian does it. Like, because I can just get up and leave, and I'm just like, ah, Ian will deal with it. It'll get mixed. He'll have to do it a thousand more times. Yeah, like, dude. I can't handle it anymore. But I'm getting the hell out of here. It's so, funny like, that you say that because through creating this podcast with Ian as well, it's sort of like that. Yeah, like, we just shit. Patrick and I leave. <laughs> Patrick and I leave here and like leave some instructions for Ian, yeah. and it's just like you know that it's gonna get done. But I'm like, I need to go to bed, so... and Ian works at the same time as me, and he just, like, doesn't go to bed or some yeah. shit. Like, I feel so bad about so it, though. we like... all owe Ian a very nice present no. someday. Oh, hell yeah. It's your and... company, guys. Seriously, <laughs> 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 presence is the present. <laughs> but he, he, he also explained to me that he's, <laughs> so like, that type of person who can live off of, like, four or five hours of sleep. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm the same. Freaks. Yeah. I need eight. Right yeah, I need an eight or... <laughs> I'm just like having a breakdown. I had like three hours day. of sleep last night. Yeah, but, oh, I have yo, plenty of those. <laughs> I cannot do that. Don't brag about it. Oh, man. Okay, so uh, you guys have Bone Shaker out. That came out like what, like two months ago? Month yeah. ago? Uh, ago? Around uh, end of November. Okay. Yeah. Um, what are you working on now? Like, what's what's well, in the crock pot? What is in your crocs? Come on. Patrick. Maybe after recess, Patrick. Oh, yeah, it's raining. Yeah, it's like camping. <laughs> it's not quite, man. That's a little much. Yo, it's raining. Okay, is there something to tell? Uh, we. Why are we doing this? Why are we, what's happening? What are we doing? Yeah, what are we doing? <laughs> We're not going. That we're doing the new album. Album. Yeah, no. Actually, we're <laughs> no. Actually, we're not. No, no, yeah, actually, no, we're not putting not out anymore. anymore. Three songs is enough. Uh, okay. We're not putting out any more music yeah. as yeah. a band. We're gonna I exist see though. Oh, so anyways, now yeah, we're we're working on an, an album, a yeah. full length album, a full length album. Cool. Does it have uh, themes to it? Like, what's what's the yeah. The whole shtick. Ooh, Adam, take it away. Adam, do tell Adam. It's the shtick, boy. It's a, it's a big, stupid concept album. Um, uh, yeah. Super ambitious. Yeah, I wanted to call it the Super Ambitious Concept Album. Or Super Ambitious Concept Album by Danger Like. Evan doesn't but, seem too happy about no, that. No one else nah, wants to call it I that. I love that. that. <laughs> he loves that. See, people love it. Dude, that's so fun. I thought it was, I thought it's super fun. Because, like, you know, we have our... Fire supply well, mixtape. You, okay. you, you guys already have like one of the most original names for a metal group. Why not just pull it fucking full stop on everything That's else? What you I'm know? Do you guys want to be a, just another <laughs> plural and have some album come out called like Geometric Patterns? No, or some ridiculous but, no, but, but, like that. There's, there's a but, line. There's a line. But there's a fine no, line. because we still want to stay. Go- we still want to stay goofy. We still want to be idiots. Yeah. But um, like you said, there's a line. But the result of the name that like he to wore, me that that sounds like a like a Sum Forty One record. That's not good. or like a Blink One Eighty Two record. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I think that. Well, I don't know. Just from my opinion, like when I heard that, I was like, if. I heard some band was like I don't know releasing an album called that. There's not a chance in France I'm listening to it. I really? It, yeah. I, I would love that. Not a chance. In, <laughs> it's not a chance in France that's ever touching my Spotify. That's crazy because I would so, listen to I, that right off. I the would bat. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like, but maybe I I'm just wouldn't. so overwhelmed See, in records that are called like, like Ascension. Even. The dive, like yeah, no, like, but like what the fuck does that all mean? That's I way over here, and then super ambitious concept album is over here, and like 
I like this side more, but not this extreme. Okay, what's I the like, middle? Oh, what's like, the middle? Like, I don't like the middle. It's just like politics. It's right? still leaned over towards yeah. the, like, the, the... It's still the one, leaned over. Like it's side? Yeah, it's still like... The one that stays in the region at all times. Basically. Oh, should we? Should so we just say what it's instead of then? super ambitious concept record, it's just called? ambitious the concept. One, no, the one no. they like. Just drop the one, it on yeah, us. the one they like is deaths, rebirths, redeath, which was gonna be. Okay, okay, okay. But I follow you pretty, guys. It's pretty neat. But I personally still like super ambitious concept. Records, but you know, I'm with you, Adam. I'll be totally honest. Enough, thank you. But the other name, I get it. It's still funny. They're it's bigger, still goofy. They're bigger, they're bigger than me. We're going to beat you up. Oh, muscle. Yeah. Ian is pretty aggressive. So what's the concept? Yeah. Do you have the concept down? Or yeah. So, is Bone Shaker going to be on that record? It's yes. the second song. Okay. Sir. So the concept more or less is about our protagonist who's some person who kind of, you know, as they're drifting up to sleep, gets sort of pulled into some sort of state of DMT consciousness hurtling towards this infinite light where they're surrounded by fractalized shards of their memories and blah 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 and the you know motherfucking oh so it's like a Joe Rogan monologue sure yeah exactly <laughs> so um, but they you know they meet a DMT being that's gonna be the third song and who shows them how to like sort of reassemble their life and their experiences and the thing that made the things that made them as a person uh, to like look at them from all perspectives and to basically kind of you know transcend and become fully enlightened and at peace with their entire experience as a human and along the way though this person becomes kind of uh petty and sort of starts listening to these other spirits that start kind of pushing them in directions of like you know self-serving sort of reconstructions of certain things and that is how you shoehorn a breakup song into a concept album um, so because that's what fucking hell is and that was the first song of my guitar pro shit that we decided to actually make into a real song. So, um, yeah, yeah, and then basically the the arc, though, basically it gets worse and worse and worse, and they become darker and darker with the, the power that they use over their own experiences in this, like, fourth dimension, whatever the fuck. Um, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Cromulence, ascension. Um, and then, yeah, so they think that they're hurtling towards this light of uh, ascension. We'll stay with, sure, the whole time. But really, they're being pulled towards this other star uh algol which is this uh thing it's a real star and it's in a bunch of hp lovecraft stuff and um the song algol is like entirely stitched together of like hp lovecraft references and little things like that and um yeah and then at the very end of the dmt-ish being from the from the start kind of plucks them out of the pull of the the evil influence and gives them another chance but um i'm not really sure yet exactly how they come to this decision but they decide that they're not worthy of it, and they sort of choose to stay in the limbo state and sort of, you know. But that last song is kind of based on elements from the first song and all that kind of shit. And, you know, there's a bunch of bunch of interwoven whateverness, and, you know, it's a whole thing. Ugh. Sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> you know. Ugh. Now, uh, are you guys prepared to get into the concept record? realize it's extremely difficult to make a concept record and break the songs down and just make a standard record with some of those songs because it has happened to some of the greatest bands of all time where they they have this grandiose idea and they get into it and they just realize like it's it's too much or it's not within their capabilities to complete such a massive idea like that like or, awesome. or do you guys think like I you're think, gonna I be think, able to bang it out? I think we'll out? be able to do it. Really? Yeah. It's, it's all written pretty. Yeah, much it's already done. Like, it's okay. All oh, okay, okay. From guitar pro songs. Yeah, because like, I know there's there's like circumstances where like um, Billy Corgan of like the Smashing Pumpkins was writing. Uh, I believe the record's called Machines of Gods, 
Um, and that was supposed to be a concept record about a, a similar situation. Like this dude has a spiritual awakening mm-hmm. and he, he's like propelled into outer space with his love. And he, um, he like meets these gods and the gods are grooming him to make the greatest record of all time. And then cool. like return back grooming to, him? yeah, they're teaching him. Like they're, Drake does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Unbelievable. Um, there's a God in space. That's like teaching him how to make the greatest record and return to earth and give it to the people so they can like learn to sort their shit out. And it was like this really cool concept. And like, they got to work on like a bunch of the songs for it, but nearing the end it was it was kind of like a george R. R. martin scenario where it was like i've made this thing so grandiose and massive that i just i can't like tie it at the very end and like make it complete so they ended up having to like break some of the songs down and they got like shipped out to like other albums and and yeah. stuff like that mm. yeah them yeah it's it's pretty crazy yeah, don't go and but, but i, I it's definitely like <laughs> really a, an admirable endeavor to like try to make a concept record that's so complex it was we were i don't know we were talking about potentially doing it in two parts mm-hmm. possible yeah um because like it is like i don't know especially when we're doing everything ourselves like yeah. the recording and the mixing and all that stuff um like the process is super long mm-hmm. so pumping out like 14 or 15 songs at once, like it might be a bit That's absurd. That's a lot. That's a lot. For but, like, you guys. if we could put like, out like six or seven, sure, and also, then put out another, it'll also just juice the most amount of listens, like for per yeah. like song, right. like because like I out. like as much as the whole piece is cool, two part also works. But at the same time, it's like you do want the album to be fully like soaked in, right? Like as much mm-hmm. as it can be, sure. especially if it's based around a story. Definitely, you want to know what Definitely. the hell's going on, and you know. You kind of just like, but stories can be told in two parts. Like, there's yeah, exactly nothing exactly. wrong with that. Like, yeah, we could make some sort of reasonable like hanger spot and yeah. drop yeah, it off exactly. and continue. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. Well, it um, sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's been fun. Yeah, it's it's been fun to work on so far. For sure. Yeah, it's been cool to take Adam's ideas from Guitar Pro and, make sense and then of them. just yeah. kind of <laughs> make them into real music. Yeah, make them into yeah, make them into songs with like these instruments and you know it's cool because we hear them instrumental through guitar pro and then to to have the songs come to life and then have adam put his vocals on it's like this whole other surprise right. to us because that idea has been in his head the whole time mm-hmm. no then, it hasn't. well i mean it's like you have an idea of like to how tell them that you have an idea <laughs> supposed of, to pull I, the maynard it's a yeah. whole extra fucking I assume, time consuming <laughs> i assume there's some like idea of like how dynamics and you want things to get big and whatever so um yeah so like I feel so like, the wrong guy. yeah, I feel like it would. <laughs> I forget what talking about. Oh, um, vocals. Instagram. Yeah, making songs. Instagram. Yeah, something like that. Do you that. enjoy playing as a three-piece live? Oh, they have some. You should. It's all right. Yeah, or playing a three-piece live is like huh? it gets we the job. It's enough to get the job done, but uh, with um, other members would you probably got one? be a lot, a lot. Uh, mm. It would. Uh, yeah, it would. Four, we have four questions from Instagram. Man, oh, there's, okay. there's, um, oh shit, really? Yeah, um, PK, did you want to ask these guys any more questions before they dive into their oh. social meets? <laughs> well, let's. What are you gonna say? We were gonna, we were gonna say something. What were you gonna say? Well, we were, we were, we were, you, were talking about the, you were talking about the uh, live process and how it's like, how is it being in the three piece? And we were like, it's it's enough to get the job done, but because of how much is going on in the music that we play, um, 
we there is a lot of uh like compensation for the lack of members so having more members on board you know would make the whole playing process a lot more enjoyable and also just like having the dynamic of like you know communicating musically with like other other peers is like really cool so i wonder what that would be like mm. yeah what would it be That'd like be to so have more than three members have, in this band be weird to, uh, can you imagine can like you, even yeah. a five piece yeah yeah mm. what if we had two, just two more guys two more members. Mm. that'd be so weird that'd be cool that yeah, would be cool do you more. guys think we should maybe get two more members yeah maybe um, idea. yeah well maybe. too bad if you said no because we already did yeah we should get a piano player oh we weren't but that's uh, <laughs> what? No, yeah, we did. But there will be. More you guys details. will find out who yeah. those members are. Yeah, the... there will be more details to follow in there, the coming years. There's a non. <laughs> there's a nondescript supply surprise. I wonder what it could be about. <laughs> How about those questions? Those Instagram questions. Yeah, right. these yeah, fellas got four, some Instagram we got questions. Four questions from Instagram. How four count it. How in- <laughs> One, two, three, four. Oh, we got five questions from Instagram. Five. Singlegram. Single. I feel like we're like T Vangel. Uh, oh, what oh of course, T Vangelica. <laughs> what are they All called? Right. The, the pastors. Like, this one's from, yeah, this one's from our good pal Isa. Oh, Isa. 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 And he's trying to stir Isa. the pot here, Isa. Yo, stir I don't appreciate that. You don't appreciate. He's saying, Jesus. "Who's the best rapper in KW?" Oh, probably Christian. Yeah, Michael's. Uh, Steve Spiros. Easy going. Yeah, Steve Spiros. Yeah. That's my answer. Steve Spiros uh, for sure. Kid Horny. Yep. I have to yeah. Yeah. look him up. Steve Spiros. Yeah, Steve shout Spiros. out to Easy Steve going? Spiros. Yeah. He's not going to raise his uh, voice. Yeah. Shout out the rapper. Yeah. Actually, okay. did you guys peep that that's that song T- uh, Tyler put out the other day? Nope. Oh, oh yeah. Very Dang. good. Dang. Super good. good. See, now the existence of Tyler and Nick is why we didn't answer this question properly. Yes. We have two frame, two frame rappers. Oh, I'll I'll answer it properly. So there, there's these two dudes I've been following for a little while. Uh, um, they go under, at least on Instagram, they go under Cipher Sites, um, and it's a duo, and they're both like pretty great lyricists, and they've been like touring like a lot of Canada recently. They're from Kitchener. They're from the Tri Cities. Unbelievable. <laughs> I don't know if they're Go from figure. Kitchener or Waterloo, but they're from the Tri Cities. I know that for sure. Unbelievable. Guelph. Next question. Well, yeah. Next question from Dana. Could you all just do a collective O? Oh shit! But there's a second part, so we'll do that first. Okay. okay. One. Do you want to count it in? So two. Flynn's probably count it. down from three. Okay. Three, two, oh. one. Oh! oh. <laughs> all right. Now, what's your goal this year musically? <laughs> Uh, ooh, what's the goal? What's our goal musically? What's the goal? The goal. I think like chewing If we want to go each, like each have our own, uh, I'll start because I, I've already been trying to get into it. It's just kind of like expanding music, my music vocabulary, like on the guitar, being able to like know what I'm playing and know if I want to like get into a different style or be inspired by something else. I can kind of like like communicate that on the guitar a lot more easily whereas before i was like i was using my ear my ear was building but now it's more like oh now i know what the terms mean now i know that these familiar shapes all have names and you're right your ear so. does look a little swollen do you think you'll start investing in uh chop it off better equipment like mic arms and stuff uh no i was thinking <laughs> scorched 
They're the best. <laughs> okay, guy. Whatever. Next question. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's Adam's goals. Hashtag. Uh, anything that'll make a soccer announcer yell the word goal. Just to pull that off. So you just have to score a goal in a nationally televised soccer game? Yeah. That's what you're going to do musically? All right. That, yeah, no. no, I have three points. <laughs> All right. Fall off um, the stage drunk? Yes. Uh, again. No, I haven't done that yet. I've almost done it. Um, but uh, finish the goddamn lyrics for this album. <laughs> Cause, um, How far along I'm, are you? I'm four and a half out of 14. Do you have a line that's your favorite so far? Didn't make um, a uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Jack Sparrow. Yeah, I was. Yeah, that's not mine. That's Michael Bolton. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Michael Bolton featuring the Lonely Island, or the other way around. It's the one that Alan over here remembered at one point. Uh, oh fuck, what was it? Um, oh, oh, uh, maybe I get carried away. Maybe I like it that way. I had to Google it. There we go. After he remembered it, I was like, it has to be from something else. And so I Googled it in quotes and scoured the internet. It's it's not in anything. So I do enjoy that line a lot. It stands out a lot to me. Thank you. Um, so yeah, to finish the goddamn lyrics and to grow as a non-metal songwriter still. I started to make stuff on, on GarageBand, believe it or not. With Whoa! It's bust out the, up it's your been game. Fun. And I record real guitar for it. I've never recorded any yeah, of my own dope. real yeah, guitar for it. Was cool. Yeah, some songs you wrote that are pretty dirty. So, so I'm going to keep doing that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I want to get a. I want to get YouTube going. Get my YouTube game on. Oh, shit, I want to get a drum and like cover, dude. And you whatnot. met some drum cover, dude. Did you not? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Luke Holland after they played it. Oh show. right. Okay. Yeah. Just yeah. like a. Yo, what's up? Did you kiss him? Uh, no, actually, I didn't. Yeah, you, you would have gained some of his powers if you did, though. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the next question is. Well, like even listening to you, like when we were listening to some music earlier, and you're just kind of like jamming along to it, it was like hell yeah. Uh, you you yeah, totally dude. have a. I, it's I fun. See, like, I enjoy it. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's you a lot just of fun. Like pick it up right I away. Just gotta yeah. set up the mics and crack the whip on Ian and set make him do all the others. Yeah, it gets weird in for me. <laughs> uh, all right. Next it, question is: uh, What's Big Chungus? Uh... Oh, big chunks for life. PS4. It's a way of life, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a video it's game. It's a, it's really big good. Chungus. You guys should check it out. Shout yeah, out to pre- Big Chungus. Pre-order it. Why don't you tell Christmas. us a little bit about it? A little bit about it. About it. About it. Well, big chungus. It's like chungus, but bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, Just how like a larger bigger? chungus. Yeah. How much larger? Uh, uh, it's pretty big. It's but how much? Thirty to forty percent larger. Similar to like a heckin' chonker. Yeah, heckin' chonker. Yeah, just a big chungus. Okay. I'm not sure. I'm familiar with any of these. Next question from Jordan is: Why is Evan in the CIA? Oh, because I'm well dressed and trustworthy. Really? I don't know. I don't even have slippers. <laughs> Trustworthy. I'm Trustworthy. I sign the hell out of an NDA. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, and then the last question uh, from Devin is, what does a silver lining to a mushroom cloud look like? Uh, something personally offensive. Uh, right back at you. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm just joshing around. That's a little reference to a Six Trans of Gloria lyric. Uh, it looks like when uh, a nuke goes off, but it... Uh, it, it, it wipes you out too because you don't have to be emo anymore. That's silver lining. Yikes. Uh, Yikes. So that's what that meant. Okay. I can see why you no. wiped the existence of shit. Sick Transit off the internet. <laughs> dude, I'm kind of wow. pissed off that they're off the internet. Actually, I can't you, find them anywhere. Dude, you want, you want I had to go through all your other bandmates to try to find some music. Oh, shit. So we were going to play some. I have, I have, I have, I have some. some. I have it right here. 
Well, maybe if you would watch the Discord, <laughs> you would know I was after that music. Do you want some insight, though? Yeah. That song, bringing it back to fucking Adam Revenge, that song is written from the perspective of the desire in someone to get revenge. It's written from that little voice being like, fucking do it, that person deserves it, you know? So that is so the, one of the first lines in that song is, they call me revenge, relentless and brutal. Cool, something, something. Resistance is futile, Star Trek reference. Um, nice. <laughs> and yeah, so then, Silver Lining of this Mushroom Cloud is like that voice being like, there's a good side to all this destruction. It's the, you get to feel right. And so, Was everything recorded at Small Dog Studios? Uh, no, it was, uh, that EP was recorded. It was just Pools Are Perfect for Holding Water that was recorded there. And then that EP of three songs was recorded in Sam Hellifer's mom's basement. How many, uh, how many songs did you put up on your MySpace? Three or four. Four, I think. You dropped those all at the same time? Uh, it was just the one single, and then, like, a year or two later. We put out the EP, like, um, I, like, right after we broke up. <laughs> we, like, finished it after deciding not to be a band anymore, basically. And then, uh, yeah. Because I remember when you dropped that single, like, it was pretty impressive. It's like, nobody, nobody in this town was Fucking really... Fucking pools for holding water? Yeah. Or are you I sure guess. it wasn't 98 Ain't So Brand New? Yeah, 1998 Ain't So Brand New. I don't know, but it was just like the one track that you guys released on its own. I think. Might have been that one. That was the only one that was on YouTube for a while. Could have been that one. But right. Have you never seen The Good Green? Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm a big stan. That's, that's, oh. <laughs> I know what that means now. Thank you. But like That was mm. pretty impressive because there was nobody really around here that was pulling off that kind of music. Yeah, there was there was definitely one track, and I thought it was <laughs> yeah. pools as well. Yeah, that that was like really dope to me. Yeah, oh, man, but I was trying to be Holly Sykes guys... on their first album so hard. I never heard of you guys playing any live shows or anything, so I just, just didn't even bother listening. Were you anymore. not at Reds? I was. <laughs> not well, off half the time. <laughs> you go to Red Stock after uh, after hours. <laughs> All right, you guys want to wrap it up? Certainly. Wrap cool. Dicks. Do you have anything you want to ask them before we? Duck out? Why are you guys so great? Uh, it's because of you. Thanks, man. That all came from you. That. I know. <laughs> I, I really mean that. <laughs> There's one thing that we shouldn't forget to do, though. What's that? Fist, Fist that, that bell! bell! Fist the bell! Fist that bell. bell. Yeah. Fist that bell. Fist uh, that's the bell. Is there anything the that Danger Liker would like to plug? Follow, uh, Gordon Ramsay's going to be on Hot Ones soon. <laughs> yes, I'm actually really excited. I believe he's going on on the 28th. Fuck yeah, they're going to do a deep dive <laughs> on his Instagram. Find some Look at you, you king. Context. You king. Oh, dude, don't. I love Sean Evans so much. I love him. Yeah, hit hit up Danger Liker on their Instagram. Follow them on their Bandcamp. Check them out on Spotify, Apple Music, all that shit. Uh, follow us on our Instagram. Uh, maybe next week, for you loyal listeners and shit, we're going to do a little questionnaire and shout-out round, so Woo. keep your eye out for uh, an Instagram story that you can have the option to reply to, and I'll say, hey, guy, how's it going? Ian buys Woo. shitty Woo. gear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, have a good week. Woo. Peace. Peace. Thank you, I love you, bye. Bye, bye, bye. Ah. bye, bye.